So before we jump into the episode, we just want to let y'all know that the Deadass Girls podcast wouldn't be possible without Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free. That's right, they give it to you for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They also got hella dope creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast to make it sound poppin'. They also will help you distribute the podcast. So if you want to grow the Deadass family like we do, you can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also make a little bit of cha-ching from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, to get started. Now let's get this thing rolling. Welcome to the uh, Deadass Girls podcast with your co-host with the most, Jeff Erstadt. Somebody called for a temp, and you got me. Jizzy, over to you. Woo, that was a nice little opener. You sound like a professional. <laughs> uh, you know, tr- listen. Friend of the show and trying to support the brand. You I do know. The best I, can do. I, I appreciate it, but you know we gotta we gotta do the we gotta rewind. We gotta do the real intro. It is I Giselle, aka Jizzy, aka Jizzy G Six, cause I stay fly. till I die. How many times have you heard that? Like every um, episode. <laughs> every episode, pretty much. Now, how long did it take you to get it? To where you could say it in one smooth. You know what? Um, what's funny is so yeah. those are my nicknames from high school. So and I used to do this thing where I used to introduce myself to people like that, and then they're like, "Well, that's really extra." But I really got it from the Three Six Mafia song. I gotta stay fly till I die. Yeah. So okay. I was like, "Oh, that sounds kind of you know the jizzy like G Six G Six is a jet." Anyway. But <laughs> it, it works. It's, it's memorable and it's catchy. Exactly, it's short, memorable, catchy. I could see it on a fly. Um, but if you guys don't recognize that voice, that golden voice, it is a guest host of the show. He is one of our super fans, our dead ass family members. He's invited to the cookout. All right, we be butchering his name on every episode. All right, and I learned is Jeff Erstad. All right, but you're gonna have a nickname. All right, what's your nickname? Oh man, I, you you know, like I said, my, my my Twitter handle is actually my real name. I know, but we gotta, you know, the feds. The uh, feds might listen to this. They, you know, we, you gotta. Oh, they, 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 they know me already. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't hide. You know what? This is just Jeff. <laughs> just this Jeff. Is is Jeff good. All right. <laughs> and you are listening to the Dead Ass Girls podcast, Gina. We love you. I'm sorry you had to work today. Thank you for letting me have a guest host. And thank you for making it in on this but, shitty, rainy day. Listen, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's it's great, you know, great to be on. Yeah, I'm glad. Now, if you guys notice, the sound quality is a little different. I hijacked my job office <laughs> so we could record um, because I wouldn't make you travel to Brooklyn. It's kind of unfair. And plus, I have a full house today. so <laughs> well, uh, You know, it, it's funny you bring that up because... Uh, you know, I was debating, said, okay, we're going into Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to drive into Manhattan. So of I course, took the train no. in. But if we went to Brooklyn, I would have just got in the car and Yeah, yeah, and there's always parking by my house. Mm-hmm. So next time, 
You are welcome. All right. Okay, great. And uh, yeah, we're gonna just kind of shoot the shit. Where you know, money, money in the bank is coming up. Um, a lot of WWE news. We're just gonna jump in. You guys already know there's no formula to this show. We're just gonna keep talking to our faces turn blue. And um, yeah, you know, I hope they the Deadass family keeps growing. And if there's any guests out there, any fans, any Deadass family members that want to join the show, hit me up in the DMs. I may or may not answer. <laughs> I answered this time. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm but I was polite about it. Though. You not were, no, no, you were. You know, I don't want to slide into your DMs like that because you know, I'm sure. You know, you know it's happened twice. It's happened twice where someone. More. Well, someone would, you know, like, hey, we're... So there was a joke that Jane had made, like, oh, maybe, you know, to attract attention, we should do Tit Tuesdays, and someone took it seriously. They were like, oh, when does Tit Tuesdays start? I'm like, it was a joke. Well, I mean, you're always <laughs> going to have those people who got to take it to exactly. the, next, uh, the next level. And, and I, you know what's funny? In, 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 you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older. I'm 43. and uh, You look fantastic. I, no, I'm like Fat Thor right now. No, you know, so it's 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 um, Fat Thor is a vibe. So you you look good. I, I, I like it better the other way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, some of the stuff. I mean, you know, you see go by on Twitter with people sending unsolicited dick pics and oh this kind of thing God. like that. Like, like I, th- I, I, I would never, <laughs> like, never. I wouldn't even consider it. Like. You, you know, never had that chance, like yo. Let me, uh, let me plot something. Let oh, me. I mean, listen, I've, <laughs> I've flirted and gone out on a limb, of course, but like, you know, to, to send, you know, the the, the dick to go <laughs> to go with it like that. I I don't. Uh, yeah, n- n- I would have would have. What if she was offended? What if she didn't like it? Right. You know, next thing you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you, I'm the asshole. Let me tell you, Jeff. <laughs> that dick pic is being shared with her girls. Oh, of course. So you sent it to twelve people, really? Yeah. Because we're and, all, and, and they're gonna put it in a group chat, and they're gonna make fun of it. And, right? then, and then I'm never gonna get laid. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's it's. Uh, what are you gonna do? So dead ass family, don't send dick pics unless it's with consent. If she asks for it, then so she let knows. Let me see what you're packing, big boy. Right. <laughs> Gina's always making like jokes like, "Oh, send us dick pics," but I'm like, "No, don't, don't." Like, do don't that. really do that. Like, don't do that. If you're gonna do it, just tag her and then you know let me. Or know. <laughs> you better make sure it's damn impressive, like some Tommy Lee shit <laughs> right. that we're gonna have to talk about it at length. On people the still show. talk about it now. All right, like to this day, people still talk about Tommy Lee and the sex tape. And wow, he's Tommy Lee. He's a drama from Motley Crue, <laughs> you know, famous band toward the world. Anti Gravity Drum you know, Cage. Yeah, and he, you know, had a crazy life. So he had that rock star life. Did uh, Did you see the the Netflix The Dirt? I haven't seen it yet. I want to. I know Machine Gun Kelly is playing him. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah he, okay. he gets it over. He does a good job. Yeah, um, okay. It's funny. I read the book, and mm-hmm. the book. Is those guys lived in? Who wrote life. the book? They did, but it's oh, they wrote the book. Okay. Yeah, but it's like ghost written, and it's written in a conversational style where it's it's um ah, okay, you know uh, uh, there's a narrative that goes along with the stories that are in the book, mm-hmm. and I mean it goes from the sublime to the ridiculous to the holy shit. <laughs> These guys had a life that you would not, uh, you could not comprehend it, mm-hmm. and. For Most one of thing, them are still alive, right? They're also alive. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, some Which of them aren't doing it as well like, as how? other guys. <laughs> but uh, the um, they they 
they lived it, man. I mean, that is pedal to the metal. That is rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And the movie has has some some pretty crazy shit in it, but it is nothing compared. It's to not the book. compared to the book. Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, I don't think you know Netflix is gonna. I mean, they could push it. Oh, it's, it's a Netflix. streaming it's service. Not, it's a streaming know? service. So. But I'm pretty sure money wise and you know whatever. It's got to be watchable. Yeah. Yeah, so, but no, I actually am intending to watch it. So maybe when I go home tonight, I'll probably put it on. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's an it's entertaining, but mm-hmm. the book is them di- dialed up to ten. Of course, and, uh, the the uh, the movie is probably a solid seven. Okay, well that's not bad. It's, uh, yeah, that's not bad. I saw the trailer for it. I was like, oh, this is. This is going to be a good movie. I'm going to pop this in. Because, you know, sometimes when they do movies, especially on, like, musicians, it's like, how do they emulate what happened in their life onto the movie screen without it looking too ridiculous? Because sometimes you'll hear a story like, that that did not happen. It's like, you know, of course, only they know because they lived it. And whoever was in that vicinity... This is also in the you know in the eighties like in the era before like social media and mm-hmm. whatever so you can get away away with a lot more shit. Oh yeah, you know and and fabrication it's like you can you know you, you can, can stretch it as far as you want. <laughs> you know nowadays it's like really did that happen? Your Instagram story says otherwise. <laughs> uh, but it's uh no, those guys lived it man they did they did a good job. Did you, now speaking of uh, movies you saw the Queen. Uh, oh Bohemian movie? Rhapsody yeah. I saw it on the plane. Okay yes. I'm going to say some hot shit right now. I don't know why he got the Oscar. I mean, I thought it, he did a good job, but it was it like an Oscar? To me, no. But I can understand why he got it. Um, I mean, it was okay. I felt like the movie was more about... I felt like the movie should have been more about him. Like, the movie was more about the band, which I get. But, you know, Queen is Queen because of Freddie Mercury. I felt like they should have delved deeper into his life see it's, it's funny i think that they didn't go into enough of the other guys like uh brian may the guitar player yeah which is a now astrophysicist yeah like his yeah. peers are neil degrasse tyson like he mm-hmm. built his own guitar yeah and like that's not even really touched on in the movie like which is like pretty cool shit to add you, you know yeah i mean i guess like if they you know kind of did the like in the end and showing you know what they went on to do but um, it was okay. It was, you know, it was a nice little airplane movie. <laughs> it's a, a, a biopic. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice biopic. <laughs> Speaking about music, um, one thing that, you know, uh, wrestling is known for is music and theme songs. All right? I love it. All right. I have a playlist on Spotify with my favorite themes. All right. What are your top favorite WWE themes? Well, I can only go with what I use on the regular. Okay. Okay, so I have a couple of phone ringers depending on who's calling. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, nice. You know, I have my my alarm clock in the morning. Um, uh, you know, I'm old school. I go with the, the guys who, who, I've, who I've watched. Even to this day, even though he go, comes into his own music now, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Chris Jericho, the Y2J Oh, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that um, one. Samoa Joe's theme, which is also so, from, like, the old school Godzillas. Yeah. Oh, that, you know what? It does. It really does sound like it, and mm-hmm. it's, and they also, but they also kind of put an East Coast flair to sure. it, which I really like because you know Samoa Joe is definitely very Cali. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that shit with bass. Have you uh, ever heard Samoa Joe's that theme in person? Well, I, I, I had 
him, no. He's one of the guys I have not seen in person. Okay. Just because the last couple of times that I went, he was hurt. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but I, I did recently purchase a new car that has the uh, the Beats, like, sound system in it. Oh, nice. So when the phone you rings in the car, <laughs> you know, I get it. I'm walking down the aisle with Samoa Joe. That with a towel over my shoulder and everything. Yeah, with that mean scowl on his face. <laughs> you know, song I love. Thank you, Jim Johnston. Before he was, you know, fired. Baron Corbin's new theme. Ah, uh, yeah, his his is pretty. Yeah. but there's a lot of like those 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 heavy metalish kind of yeah. things. Like um, Ray Mysterio's theme, I like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When 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 he came out at the. Uh, what was it when he first first came back at the Royal Rumble? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I, yeah. I popped it for that. Was. <laughs> Even Coy Grace, he's here. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's you know a lot of wrestling is nostalgia, you know, because a lot of us grew up watching it. It was like sure. our first introduction to wrestling, and then you know you grow up, and you, of course your views change, and then now you're watching these guys come back. Even though sometimes, like, yo, you got to hang it up. (laughs) You a little up there. To touch on that Royal Rumble, they had a great segment in the Royal Rumble where, you know, there were six guys left. Yes, with the new school versus the old school. And I I thought that that. was was hot. They did a really good job doing that. Shinsuke, what the hell happened to him? Oh, Uh, man. um, Poor Shinsuke. And Finn. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you had Cena, Orton, and Ray. So that was, you know, man, that was it's great. It's true. I mean, those three were the ones. They, you they know, were they the guys. The they carried the, and then, the Stone Cold. They carried the torch. And now, we, you know, uh, listen, I I know there's Roman slander out there. I don't know where you stand, but Roman is carrying WWE. You guys keep playing with us, but y'all know that he has it. Uh, see, I, I am not a Roman hater. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm not on the Roman bus. Now, let me just tell you this. It is hard to boo Roman Reigns. He came back from, you know, leukemia mm-hmm. and, and all this other business. So, but the way that he was pushed before. Yeah. Where the entire company is kind of to build Roman Reigns up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, we'll touch on this later when we get into some of the other things. No, let's uh, go. I mean, hey, we're we talking, we're chilling, we're staying warm. You know, in a... Uh, in the 1980s, the entire WWE, or WWF at the time, yep. you know, was based around building heels to fight Hulk Hogan. This okay. is true, yes. Now, he was like the ultimate baby face. Yeah. Now, of course, we find out that he's a, a bigot and that all the saying prayers and vitamins were really steroids and all this other stuff <laughs> yeah. later on. But for the purposes of nostalgia, this is Hulk Hogan. This is the... the, mm-hmm. the, the he you is wrestling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had that as a ringer at one time too. I'm, I'm, you know, I think my brother still does. And then uh, I, I saw it on uh, the HBO Eastbound and Down, mm-hmm. and then Kenny Powers when he was yeah, at the yeah. baseball in Mexico <laughs> comes out. And, yeah, I popped for that. It was funny. Um, but yeah, uh, they built up, and it's one of the things that WWE really what they've forgotten to do these days is how to build up heels. Mm-hmm. They built up a ton of heels to just to put Hulk Hogan over and to get him there. The difference is Roman Reigns doesn't have that kind of Hulk Hogan charisma. Yeah. And nobody does, but it's he's not even close. And the heels aren't really built, yeah. They're not bad anymore. Yeah, it's you know what it is? It's that it's a cultural shift because, you know, back then 
a wrestler had to live their gimmick 24-7, yes. right? Like, back then, you ate, slept, dreamt, everything, whatever your wrestling persona was. Sure. Nowadays, it's like, you know what, you know, with social media, it's like, hey, guess what? When I hang up the boots, I'm so-and-so. Like, you know, outside of the ring, I'm a regular person. I got a family. I got kids. And I don't do that. So, um, I think that, you know, with social media and this, us kind of, you know, them peeling the curtain back to the stuff that does happen in WWE, we sort of started to know, okay, hey, this is not a person who's on all the time. Yeah, like Kevin Owens is supposed to be like a miserable bastard. Meanwhile, he has like a beautiful wife and young kids. Right, who he's always (laughs) taking them out and he's always like, Like like he loves his family. I'm like, but he's a great heel. It's, you know. Well, that's the well, among the things that are wrong with the show today is, like, the, the heels. Yeah. Th- think back uh, maybe a month or two ago. Your top heels. You have, uh, um... Well, Becky. D- Drew. Yeah, Drew who, McIntyre. Who, um, whose whole thing was, I want to stomp out, um, you know, laziness and, and, and mm-hmm. entitlement and complacency. Yeah. Okay, man, I can get with that. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> I'm going I'm to boo him now. Okay, we have Samoa Joe. When he's feuding with Jeff Hardy, who advocates for responsible drinking. That's not necessarily a bad thing. And my personal favorite, Daniel Bryan. Oh, no. Wants to Jeff, save the out. planet. <laughs> Jeff, get out. So how do I boo him? Yeah, even though he does it in the most obnoxious way possible. No, I'm sorry. Vegan daddy, I'm not with him. No, I'm, not, I'm, not with, I'm not with it either, but... You know these are these are not things to be booed. Yeah, that's a, that, you know what you're right. It's like the characters that they're building now is because there's so many people who actually are gonna get behind it. It's like, are you really a true heel? But I think the reason why we have to do that is because sometimes, like we had heels. Like the other day, I was watching a video of Muhammad Hassan. You remember him? Yes. He was an Italian guy posing as a Muslim guy. Mm-hmm. And then nine eleven happened, and then people were like, "Whoa, that's a little fucked up. Let's not do that." Well, I mean, there's some things that obviously they don't age well. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, and then also they had some, you know, race play back then, and um, Roddy Piper, Jesse Ventura, Mr. Yeah. Fuji, like these. Yeah, it's uh, again, it does yeah. Not age. So it, yeah, so then nowadays it's like, okay, how can we build someone as a heel? But make it feel authentic. Because I think that there were times where heels were not authentic. Heels were just someone who was just purposely being evil. You know, nowadays, heels are so authentic that people forget that, hey, this is a character. Yeah. Right? Well, <laughs> like, see, I, but this is, where they, they, this is where they lose me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, bear with me on this because I, I have to kind of collect no, my no, thoughts no, as oh, I go please, in. Please, please, right um, ahead. We give you... A good example from the past of the of the heel you want, okay, and an example from now where they drop the ball. We go back to uh, to Sami Zayn. Okay, yeah. Okay. Good now, example. I love heel Sami Zayn. Okay, he comes out in Montreal. They love him, and he shits all <laughs> over him. By the time they he was finished with the fans in Montreal, they wanted to run him out of there yeah. with fish <laughs> and fire. Okay. And then they fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they have Braun Strowman come out and run him down and chase his ass down and, and throw him, him into the garbage truck. Now, one of the reasons that makes you hate the heel and want the heel to get his ass kicked, 
is because he has offended you or done something in such a way that mm-hmm. he needs to get his comeuppance. Okay? Sami Zayn didn't do shit. All he did was run his mouth. Okay? Basically. Now, and show off his vacation photos. Then show off his vacation <laughs> photos. He's the guy at the office that showed off his yeah. vacation photos. Prick? Yes. Deserve to get thrown in the garbage truck? No. Um, so Braun Strowman, instead of coming off like a baby face, comes off like a fucking bully. Yeah. Beating up a smaller guy. Now, if they wanted to do it right... What would they do, Jeff? Sami Zayn wiggles under the garage door and gets away. Oh, okay. okay. And then the next week... Comes out. Comes out, rips into Braun Strowman, yeah. runs away again. Okay, then they have a match. Fucks him in some way, some kind of fuckery where, mm-hmm. where he gets away again. And again and again, and you build it up. So now... You're selling the whole thing on Braun Strowman finally getting his hands on Sami Zayn. Yes. Gimmick it up. False count anywhere. Steel cage. Anything. And that's your payoff. I can see that because now, exactly, now Sami is as a heel. Perro's like, oh, he's a coward. He's running Mm -hmm. away. And then Braun is seen sort of as a baby face. Yeah, that makes sense. When you see 380-pound Braun Strowman throw a guy in the garbage truck after just running his mouth. He's like, really? I'm, listen, I've never been a Braun fan from the beginning because I feel like he's very reminiscent of the old school big guys who, they have no ability. It's like he he's no different than Brock. He does the same couple movesets. Yeah. His little catchphrase is okay, get these hands. Like we've been saying that in the hood for I don't know how long. Yeah, it's, it's, and then that whole thing that they did with the tag team with Nicholas and it's like they made his character a joke, and they kind of just really devalued his heel. And then plus, you're telling me that you can't beat Braun Strowman? I mean, sorry, you can't beat Brock Lesnar? Like, come on. Well, here, here's the other thing. is that one of the, you know, your baby face has to have sympathy. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm sorry. It's hard to have sympathy for a guy yeah. who's 380 <laughs> pounds. Okay, the only way you do that is by fucking him every single week to eventually, like... He, he has to get his. Exactly. But he also want, he has to want it because I don't feel like he's developing his skills enough. Like, he's, again, in the ring, what well, he has is strength and, and power. But on the mic, he fumbles a lot. He doesn't sound like he knows what he's talking about. And then in a match, he can't win a match. No, no. And, and, and um, but, you know, to transition to a way that they did it right. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go back in the day to Hulk Hogan against the big boss man. Okay? Now, you're not talking about the size difference, Braun Strowman and Sam. No, no, yeah. Okay, but Hulk Hogan is is big and muscular and everything else like that. Mm -hmm. And by that time, the big boss man was just a big fat guy. Yeah. (laughs) But here's the big boss man with Hulk Hogan handcuffed to the rope or to the railing or whatever, kicking his ass with Mm -hmm. the nightstick. Okay? Justice has to be served. Hulk Hogan has to get his. And everybody wants to see it. Pure heel heat right Mm -hmm. there. And that's that's what's missing. I think that, you know what it is, too? It's like, when we say heel heat, I feel like everyone takes everything as heat, and it's like, it's not. Like, some of these things are just things. Like, some, like one thing we don't do enough is we don't do enough promos, like the backstage promos or the, you know, like this whole interview right after a match shit. It's like, that's not, that's no. nothing. That goes to the whole thing, like how they dropped vignettes. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, you know, the whole way. I mean, they used to do great vignettes, you know, with uh, 
you know, Mr. Perfect, like mm-hmm. catching his own pass and and this kind of stuff. But NXT does really good vignettes. They still well, do uh, for some of them. We'll, we'll get to them in a second. <laughs> they, they, NXT does something that the main roster doesn't do, and it's another thing that they can easily fix. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, NXT, even like the main roster, right? You know, they bring up new guys. They don't introduce them. Why should we give a shit? Yeah. You know, like oh, okay, here's a. Uh, you know, Aleister Black and, and Ricochet. Yeah, okay, if I'm tuning in for the first time, why are these guys important? Right. What's, what's their story? What is their, their, their beef? And then they did it in a town that just, like, you, you guys could, like, see, they had the first six people that they introduced, and they kept showing the commercials and showing the reruns and some that. And then you have Aleister and Ricochet, who were their top guys from NXT, and they just debuted it as a top flat. team. Randomly, now I'm a big Alistair fan and I'm a big Ricochet fan, so of course I was watching and I'm rooting for them. But for a casual who's like who tunes in only on Mondays, yeah. they're like, "Who are these two new guys and why should I care?" No introduction, no nothing. Like, who mm-hmm. who are these guys? So like, uh, you know, they really do. They really did those guys a disservice. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I mean, obviously he got hurt, so it derailed that. But here you have uh, Choppa and Gargano. Yeah, and they, oh, the day before, the week before, they're trying to kill each other on <laughs> NXT, and now they a tag team fighting the revival again. You know, which was a good match, but it's like the continuity is not there. It's just the hype is not there. Like I remember back then, I used to see these commercials, I used to see the promos, and it was like like. It was fucking hype. Like you would be like, "Yo, I can't wait to see this match. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be amazing." Well, and I do still get like that sometimes, but now it's like, okay, we're seeing the same match for the forty fifth time. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> well, it's it's not even that. You could do the same match for for, for a whole bunch of times, like uh, you know, when um, Dolph Ziggler and uh, Seth Rollins, good. yeah, oh yeah, feuding. Like, I could watch that all day. And they had, just, they put on good matches, mm-hmm. and they're both really good on the mic, so I didn't mind that at all. But it it's just. I feel like they don't they don't know how to piece it together. It's like, okay, where do we go from here? You know, they're what? fighting. What happens at the, uh, you know, the big pay-per-view? And it's, I, I feel like the build-up to pay-per-views are not as big as they used to be. They don't give it as much time. There's more yeah. pay-per-views. But um, you brought up a great word, continuity. Mm-hmm. The WWE sells the product as episodic TV. Yep. Which means you need to have... Episode a, a story that, that goes follow, from episode exactly. that builds and whatever, and that's kind of gone. Now I get it because it's a publicly traded company; the stock drops, everything like that, mm-hmm. and they go into panic mode. And you know they're in panic mode because they're bringing Vince out because he's the only real heel on the roster. Yeah, and, and um, <laughs> you know, so if you want to get anybody over, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. put him in the ring with Vince. Kevin Owens, put him in the ring with Vince. I would have actually liked to see Roman. Turn heel. I think he has it in him to be a heel. I think he has it in him. Why? Because if you look back into his early NXT days. Oh, when he wore the shirt and tie. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Or even, yeah, he was like, you wasted my time. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like he has it in him. He could be that sarcastic, pretty boy douchebag. Okay? But I understand that, you know, Vince sees him as like Samoan Superman. Or whatever, and I, I get it. I see him as that too. But you're not giving him the tools to succeed. Like one of my favorite feuds that Romans ever had was him versus John Cena. That was Mike, great. The the match was trash. Mike versus Mike, that was amazing. 
Oh, yeah, because produce. Roman shined. Yeah, he stumbled the ball a little bit, but Cena kind of gave him a little layup, and then you know, Roman slammed it. So it was like they well, both. He's, yeah, he's working with Cena. Uh, you, you exactly. Know, Cena's practiced, polished, and and uh, Roman will get there. I mean, it's hard to make him a heel now. But the thing is that he let him, you know, he kind of let him just riff. Because there were moments during the promos where you could just, you could tell it was either scripted or not scripted. You could tell it was either ad-libbed, on the fly versus... I, I agree. Some, yeah, so that prom, you know, those promos that they were putting against each other, I could tell that Roman was just shooting the shit. Or, you know, in the ideal time to turn him here would be after he beat The Undertaker. Do you yeah. remember that Raw? When he came out, I haven't heard anybody booed like that since Pedro Martinez took the pitcher's mound at Yankee Stadium. Let, <laughs> Let me tell you, I was still in Florida, okay? Mm-hmm. We went to WrestleMania. So, you know, we're sitting in the section, and it's funny because, like, the guys in front of us were all New Yorkers. So we're all making jokes because, you know, they're sitting in Tim's in 90-degree weather. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> it's hot as so shit out here. Thing. Right, and I'm sitting there in a full fake face of makeup like an idiot because it was my birthday. So you know, when I see Undertaker put his hat in the ring, uh, then I don't think they showed it on TV. But you know, he's taking off his clothes, he's putting it in the ring, and Roman he walks past the clothes, you know, and he just makes a gesture out of it, and like the entire stadium booed the shit oh, I'm out of sure. that. Man. It was probably uh... okay. I was living in it. I was like, yes, this is what I need. I need Heal Roman. And it would have been perfect. That day, that Raw, like, we're at the hotel, we're watching it. Yeah. The booms were so It was like eight minutes. He's just sitting there Mm -hmm. and it's just, fuck you, Roman. It was like, wow, like, this is amazing. I'm, I'm, give the people what they want, man. Yeah. So I think, if anything, I think now is the perfect time to turn him heel. Use that cancer thing. Like, guess what? I beat cancer. I'm about to beat everybody else ass in here. And they're like, oh, shit. This guy's a douche. And I love it. See, the only way I think that works, and I don't know if he has the uh, the way to pull that off, if you go and you pull one out of the, uh, you know, the, the Stone Cold Bret Hart double. Oh. Thing, you'd need somebody to go the other way where all of a sudden, man, you know, I don't want Roman to win anymore. I want this other guy to uh, to take it to him. Hmm. Who, 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 who would that work with? with? Drew, maybe? The Miz? Yeah, the Drew. Yeah, I think with Drew <laughs> or the Miz. You know. Drew is kind of boring to me. I feel like he's a little stale. Um, I feel like, you know, yeah. he's not. Yeah, he's he, not. It's like he's big. He's a, he looks like a big roided up Seth Rollins. That's really it. But that's part of it, though. He looks the part. Yeah, but it's like he's not doing much for me except for his claymore. He does the claymore. I'd be feeling the devastation. I'm like, yo, that shit look like it hurt. Okay. Yeah, or, or, the, or even his headbutt. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm like, yo, this guy. But other than that, I feel like there's it's he he was the most interesting when he was with Dolph Ziggler. Oh, I thought they were great together. Yeah, and and um, you know, again, what is one of those things you don't know what you have until it's gone because mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler like. He had been there for years in like a mid card status, and then all of a sudden, and he did really well as a mid carder. I don't think he. I know he. Listen, everybody wants to be the best, but I feel like sometimes Sasha Banks. Oh my god, <laughs> home girl, girl. I'm gonna pull out a Bianca girl. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I get wanting to be competitive. Yeah, 
I get wanting to be at the top of the business, but you cannot be on top all of the time. There's too much talent. They have too many but guys. But she was on top for a while. Like, yeah. she went from NXT to main roster. She was in every title. Co- I, I said this in the last episode. I'm going to say it again. I have no beef with Sasha speaking her mind. But I got beef with Sasha asking for things when she doesn't even know how to hold on to them. Well, for one, she's, she gets injured, too. She hurts she the gets, other wrestlers. She gets safe. injured, or she injures somebody, or she gets her attitude at, like, some photo op something. Well, that's dead. Or, <laughs> I mean, again, that's... that's. But the one thing that I did notice, mm-hmm. right, is that you look at all the people, other than maybe Luke Harper, who has a legitimate beef because he's 39. Yeah. Everybody else who has bitched about their role came out of NXT. Mm-hmm. Right, so as opposed to being on the indie scene, having to scrape it together and yep. move together, okay, you got paid to learn how to wrestle. And these are people who they molded you. That's right. Like they created you. And and you know, for Sasha Banks, I mean, again, you're on TV every week. What else do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, to hold on to the tag titles. What the titles they gave you? You didn't beat anybody up to right. win them in real life. Yeah, it's like you know, <laughs> you know this was predetermined. Like you know, everybody knows the outcome before. Yeah. You still getting paid, my girl, you know, but and, and blowing off the fans like, and you know what she was supposed to be. What Wendy Williams is that? that she was supposed to be on some show and she blew that off. She, too? Yeah, I forgot who it was, but see, I, I, I think she just needs some time off. I just think she needs needs some time off, cool off, you know, rethink things because remember, remember she why did, you're here. Yeah, like she now, not to discredit her, she did do indies and she did scrape by. She did do, you know, the little indie scene, but I think she. Just needs to like cool the ego down a little yeah, bit because it's well, like, listen, you were on top for a while. You know, give somebody then, else a look, and you know what? I'll tell you what. You want to be back on top again? Go out and get a Becky Lynch pop. Basically. She's on top because the fans responded. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and again, going back to how they book heels. Okay, they booked Becky Lynch as a heel, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In what way is Becky Lynch a heel? Okay. She yeah. was the champion on um, on SmackDown. She lost the belt to uh, Alexa Bliss, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then she was all the way down at the bottom of the card. Yep. You know, she was wrestling she with was the Iconics when they doing first came fucking in. Fucking quinoa segments. Yeah. yeah, she was <laughs> all the way down at the bottom of the card, and then she worked her way back up. And Charlotte horns in yep. and gets in on her match. So. It was kind of an accidental heel. Yeah, but no, they no, tried to make her heel when she turned on Charlotte, but she's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, too, is like I think that what makes Becky, you know, a good heel now, or just a good female persona, is that she's adding to it. People she's respond. Ac- yeah, like she's actually going out of her way to be like, you know what? I'm gonna keep adding fuel to the fire. I'm gonna keep making myself bigger. And you know, because it's one thing for me to be like Jeff. You're a baby face, so go out there and be a baby face. And then you just like, uh... Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, what should I say Whoa. or do? But then it's like, Becky, I want you to be a heel. She's like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to say. And even though, you know, they want the crowd to hate her, it's like, how can we hate her when... She's right. Yeah, she's right. And not only that, it's like, listen, Charlotte, I, kept, I keep saying this. Charlotte is sloppy in the ring. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> when she takes her time, she's good. Charlotte is is she's the in my opinion she's the best of the bunch. She's one of the best. Yes. Okay, I put Oscar right there with her. Yes. And um, which, by the way, what the fuck are they doing with her? Well, I mean, again, this is 
we're here in New York. Okay, we live in a diverse area, mm -hmm. and we're, we're we're more astute and culturally accepting. Yeah. Okay. In from in in front of mom and pop kettle from Wisconsin, <laughs> you bring somebody out who who has to choke their way through the English language. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna. Yeah. They're not gonna, gonna respond to that. And yeah. they listen, you fucking assholes. You, you know, <laughs> so uh, I get why Oscar is where she is now. What she can do is go and. Hey, listen, Paul and Heyman, I need your help. Yeah. Show me how to do what you do. Or get her a, a manager. She uh, could. She Listen, I, I feel like we don't have enough managers. Well, like they have managers. that now with Paige. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need more because we have a lot of male wrestlers who have managers. I'm like, how come female wrestlers can't have managers too? Well, and when they've tried it, it's been successful. I mean, look at, look at how... Uh, um, over Carmella got as a heel with Ellsworth. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying with all of his like <laughs> douchebaggery and whatever. And, I mean, now not anymore after what he pulled. Yeah. <laughs> well, so whatever became of that? Was it true? Was it legit? I it just I heard it about was, it. And then yeah. So he was uh, <laughs> apparently, right? Allegedly, I don't know. He was hitting up, you know, 16-year-old girls after his matches and sending them dick pics and stuff. There and you go, dick pics. Oh, <laughs> <back to the laughs> You know, but and you know, teenage girls they talk. So what she does is that she takes screenshots and puts it online, and and you know now he now he's in hot water. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is that he didn't help himself because now other indie wrestlers were like, yeah, he's a creep. So it was like, so, okay, all right. So you know, fuck you, James Earl Ellsworth. <laughs> you are a heel in real life. That's why he got over. So you know, fucking douchebag. Um, <sighs> But that goes to back, you know, some of the other shit that people have done, like outside of the ring and outside mm -hmm. of the show, you know, like with Lars. What the fuck, oh, man? Oh, man. Do you know what happened to Lars? You know, I, 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 I didn't read the comments. I know that, that he had posted some really offensive shit uh, on, on a... Uh, like it was a, like a, a weightlifting. Yeah, like a bodybuilder. Yeah, like so he was, you know, it was like a that. couple. He was doing it for a couple years. Like, it wasn't like even one comment. He was there heavy for like five, six years. Now, now how long ago was this? So, if I read it correctly, they said it was like from 2003 to like 2010. All right, so you're talking eight, nine years ago. Yeah. All right, my, my, my take on that is okay, what he said is, is disgusting, it's reprehensible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fucking grow up. Don't be an asshole. Um, you know, now, if he kind of got out ahead of it mm -hmm. and spoke to his peers, you know, yeah, I saw Big Biggie had a comment on it, and, and said, like, listen, I said these things. At the time, I was an angry young man who said angry young man things or things that I thought were funny that aren't. Mm -hmm. Okay, it was years ago. This stuff is out there. I'm apologizing for it now. A lot's happened since then. Now... If the he thing is, he didn't. Uh, he didn't apologize. What he said was, "People are too sensitive these days." Okay. So that angered people even Go more. Go fuck yourself, Lars Sullivan. <laughs> okay, and Lars Sullivan is gonna. It, the wrestling, it takes two to tangle at mm -hmm. least. Okay, so and his in ring is shit. Yeah. No. Okay, so if he's gonna want to get in the ring with somebody, and expect them to bump all over the place and sell his offense and take care of him and whatever, well, you know what? Don't be a dick. You've offended a lot of people now. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, what, what else can you say? Bad fucking guy. Mm -hmm. you, you know? And you said it so beautifully. I mean, you said he should have just came out and said, hey, you know, 
this is who I was back then. I was under a lot of, you know, some shit was happening, and this is how I felt, but I don't feel like that anymore, and I'm sorry. But instead, what he does, yeah, what he does is he says, you know, you guys are a bunch of, what was it that he says? Sensitive millennials, something like that. And it's like, dude, you're not even apologizing for it. You're just mad that you got caught. There's a so. lot of that now. You know, like the professional victim and, and, and Yeah, and yeah. I mean, of that. course, there, there are that. But, but it's like. That's the wrong forum to yeah. take when, when you have clearly <laughs> fucked up. I mean, you, you just cannot. Listen, it's 2019. You need to know better. Okay, if you have shit like that, you got to come out. You got to address it. You got to apologize for it. And you got to be fucking contrite. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be com- combative. Be yeah, you know, because it's at the end of the day. Sorry, like not only you know feelings aside and and you know bigotry aside, it's your bag, it's your money that you're messing up. Because guess what, you could have had ten minority fans ruined for you, but now you have no minority fans rooting for you. And I'm not saying that you know there's not minorities who root for him. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of people who who be like, hey, I don't care, and that's cool. But at the end of the day, it's like. WWE is a company, and they're gonna. They're they can't gonna be put, like, they hey. can't put you out there with that kind yeah. of shit. And and um, you know, again, it's 2019. The locker room is diverse. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to work with these guys. Okay, why would you be a dick? Why? Like you have, you know, again, he's not Ricochet. Nope. Okay. Where Ricochet, you can put him in the ring with anybody. And, and just And Ricochet solid. will make them look great, and he will look great. Mm-hmm. Okay? He needs somebody to make him look good. Now, but he's not going to... How do you think that's going to go over with, say, uh, Big E? Or, sh- or, you know, he should be fighting... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bobby Lashley. Bob- right? How do you think that's going to go over? Yeah. After, because now you're going to step in the ring with this man, and you don't respect him personally. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you're going to respect him enough to sell for him and to... You know, well, you put you on st- a. You still got to be a professional, but like to go the extra mile and to really make somebody look Sometimes good. Sometimes they're going to be like, mm, oh, fuck I it, don't this know. guy ain't working. Yeah, Why like, the fuck uh, should I put him over? Yeah, so. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I um, uh, you know, you can't fucking say shit like that. And, 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 you know, if you're caught out there and you say something like that, even if it's taken out of con- context, you got to apologize. You got to be contrite, and you have to show that you that you mean that you mean well. Exactly. That you're not apologizing because you got caught. You're apologizing because you generally you're sorry genu- for what exactly. you did. Exactly. Like that's what they're trying to do with Hulk Hogan. They're like, oh, he paid his dues. He apologized, but it's like, guess what? It was a lame apology. Oh, you sorry? He, you got caught. Yeah, that's really what it was. It was you like know. if you guys, if people didn't call him out on it, if this didn't come out. I'm pretty sure he would still be using that kind of language, you know. Shit, he probably still does. <laughs> right, you so, know, uh, and yeah, they're trying to bring him back, but then as soon as they see the negative reaction, he goes away for some time. So it's yeah. like, Lars, that could be you. <laughs> well, so, but he never had Hulk Hogan charisma to begin with, so no, he's no, starting yeah. from zero and he's below zero Exactly. <laughs> Where, like, Hulk Hogan had a lot of goodwill in the bank before he fucked himself up. So, and then, you know, that sex tape thing didn't do him any no. favors, which... Who the fuck is watching a Hulk Hogan sex tape? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, Tommy Lee and Pam? Yeah, I get it. You know? <laughs> Hulk Hogan with Bubba the Love Spoon. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna, uh, what, that, what that's going to do, man. Jeff, if, you had to, if there was a WWE sex tape that came out today, who would be the two people that you'd watch? Well, we're going into the filth segment of our Yes, show. we are. Okay. 
right. You already so, know we got to get a little nasty. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. If there's any sex tape I would watch, I mean, it's, it, you know, again. I mean, nobody really, listen, no one ever watches a sex uh, tape. It's something that your friend says, oh, shit, did you uh, hear this came out? They forward you the link, and you're like, I'm curious. You uh, click on the link. I'm 43. I was wild in my teens and 20s and 30s. You can still be okay. a little wild in Oh, I am. I am. <laughs> you know, but now I have a, a job and responsibility. But, like, <laughs> you know, um, but let me tell you who can get it. Oh yes, I want to hear the dead ass, uh, the uh, dead ass WWE nasty Alicia Fox. Oh yeah, she's crazy. You, I hear crazy chicks. You know, got the well, bomb. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that that that. But I just know. Now listen, I'm not making light of her. You know, she's had some trouble with yeah. alcohol and stuff. But I love to drink. Okay, <laughs> and I know a night out on the town with, with Alicia me Fox. And Alicia Fox. <laughs> I'm pushing that girl home in a shopping cart. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a oh night boy. out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> Alicia, I mean, she's great. I mean, she's... I like her in the ring. I know a lot of people give her shit, but I actually do like her in the ring. She's been, you know, she's been getting her steady checks. I hope that... And she's been there forever. Yeah. I hope Homegirl, you know, gets the help that she needs. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and well, I think it. that's why they've given her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. For because look at how many of these dudes, you know, roided up, coked up. Uh, come on. Like... <laughs> you know, I mean... So... And, and the thing is, she seems to shoot herself in the foot. You know, she was in line for a push at one time, and she mm-hmm. showed up later. Or she missed like the yeah. stuff, or you know, I mean, this business showing up, uh, you know, on the job half in the bag. I mean, uh, what can you do? But you the thing is that she also doesn't mind putting herself in a squash match. Oh hell no, no, she's a professional it's, yeah, wrestler. It's like that's the thing because I feel like a lot of people, their egos are too big for them to be doing these. Like I'm like, you know, sometimes you got to do sub shit. For you to get up top, well, right? And Leo Rush. <laughs> All right, let's get into that. But actually, before we get into that, so you'd make a sex tape with Alicia Fox? I probably wouldn't make a sex tape with anybody, <laughs> but I, I would love to go out with. But Alicia if it was Fox. consensual, she yes, said, "Jeff, I, let's turn on the cameras." Would you? Would you be okay with it? Yeah, but I'd have to get in better shape first. I mean, cause look at her; she's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I would feel like a fucking ape. <laughs> no one's watching it though. This is you. This oh, is just you and me? her. Oh yeah. Or <laughs> well, how about just you? I know what I look like. <laughs> All right, but if there was two superstars who made sex tape together, uh, to- like just beautiful people in general. Like just two people. They end up hooking up. A tape goes out. You click on the link that your buddy sends you, or you click on the link that the dead ass girls tweeted. Because most likely we'd, mm. we'd probably put it Let out. Let me think there. about this. Let me think about this. Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville. That's filthy, but yeah, I see it. Yeah. I see, <laughs> actually, Sonia Deville's girlfriend looks like, looks she like Liv Morgan, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, what? sorry. Her go- girlfriend looks like Mandy Rose. Exactly like her. That's the one thing that Corey Graves does right. Mandy Rose, <laughs> I, like, that's the girl that the I was afraid to talk to in high school. <laughs> <laughs> she's, you know, she's pretty. She's blonde number. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, forty-seven. She's Barbie. Yeah. So, you, you know, that's, I mean, angering wise, I'm not sold, but you know, well, she the, plays the seductress thing well. Like that whole thing with Naomi, it was a little degrading. 
it was played out. It was kind of like wow, but she did her job well. It's uh, something to build heat. <laughs> yeah. Did it work? I don't know. <laughs> because you know what? I can see Jay Jay Uso's, uh, Jay Uso <laughs> slipping out on on Naomi once in a while. You know, like. You know, when he gets drunk and she has to yell at the cops to get him straightened out? Oh, my God. You know, like, you're not getting any tonight. Right. Hello, Mandy. <laughs> you know. No, I don't think, man. I feel like he, he likes his sisters. So maybe he'll hit up, um, you Ember know. Ember Moon? Hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> not, not a fan of Ember? No, I'm a fan of Ember. Not a fan of her hair. But Amber Moon likes her white boys, you know. Oh, she does. I, she see, does. I'm not yeah, up on that part a, of the gossip. She yeah. has a uh, yeah. She's married to some like old oh, geeky. Married? Yeah, oh, they shit. play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's cute. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we gotta we gotta keep up so yeah, that yeah. When we we know yeah, what we talking you know, about. <laughs> you know, and but yeah, Amber Moon, another good looking. Good looking woman, and she um, is, yeah, she's very uh, cute. You know, instead of having like an ultra athletic build like Charlotte, mm-hmm. or or being, um, you know, like model like thin or whatever, yeah. like she has like a great, she has a great she's shape. Curvy. Her and she's curvy. She's short. Yeah. She's curvy. She's cute. She be flipping all over the ring, and yeah, she's a and she can work. Which exactly. is even more attractive. Exactly. <laughs> 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 all right, Amber. You know, if you ever get a divorce, I got a, uh, yeah. I got a buddy out here who lives in Queens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my, my first true love is Alicia Fox. Oh, that's yes, cute. Yes, yeah, I have to say Alicia Fox. Yeah, slide in the DMs, man. She's looking for a boyfriend. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> because the last thing you had, it goes, what's that movie with uh, um, Will Smith and the guy from Mall Cop? Oh, yeah, the one, fuck. I know which one you're talking about. It was Ava Mendez was in that too. Yes, yes. I know which one you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last thing you want to do is be that guy. Uh, okay, so remember to win over somebody of that stature and fame <laughs> and whatever, you have to go <laughs> above, above and beyond, and, beyond yeah. <laughs> and more importantly, be yourself and hope that you likes that. Mm-hmm. You never know though, because oh, Hitch. There you go. Oh, there, that's yeah. what it's called, Hitch. You never know because a lot of these people. I mean, the reason why a lot of them end up dating each other is because it's like you're spending every waking moment. It's, it's a closed group. Yeah, and, you know, you're traveling all the time, so it, it just makes sense that you're with someone who understands the lifestyle. But some of them also get with people who are just as regular as, you know. Nah, like, really. I'm still holding out for Roman, you know, to hit still, up. Still? You know, yeah, when he rolls into Brooklyn and he bumps into me by accident, and I'm like, oh, my God, hey, I know how to cook. And you come over. <laughs> exactly. It's like... Um, you know, your your wife's looking a little crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm listen, I'm with I'm with you. That that's your in, you can cook. <sighs> that's mine, I could cook. I'm like, hey, you know, I could cook and uh I could throw it back, you know, the clamp. Yeah, oh, the clamp four thousand. I I love it. I love it. So you got Baron Corbin to get the clamp. That's Gina. Oh, okay. Baron Corbin. That's Gina. Corbin, Baron that's Corbin Gina. Get the clamp. Okay. <laughs> Chris Jericho can get the clamp. That's Gina. Okay, she's Gina also. Okay, so who can get Rick, the clamp? Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman, okay, Roman. Everybody loves Roman. Yes, and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, right. yeah. He, he's a little angry and... and like Samoa Joe, you're in for a rough night. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. You put me in a chokehold, wake up like, oh shit, that but was see, a that's, crazy night. I'm just sore. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, what happened last night? He was like, I'll put you to sleep. But, like, but yeah, see, what's funny is you've seen Samoa Joe do other shit. 
You yeah. Know, like the episode where he's selling Girl Scout cookies from Edge Oh, Christian, my God. That was like, so funny. He really oh, anything but the Samoan. <laughs> he, he, he was like, oh, you, I got something for you. Come out back. Yeah. And he really chose. <laughs> I, 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 I like Samoa Joe. I wish, I wish they did more with him. Yeah. But he has not. Um, he hasn't been dependable. He gets hurt. He's an older guy. Yeah. He, yeah. Exactly. He's old, you know older. Gets and plus he's had his time. Like he had a very good career. If he were to retire, well, it's it's actually interesting because um, he came in around the same time. At, well. If you think about like the the first graduating class from like Ohio Valley, which eventually became NXT, mm-hmm. you got uh, Randy Orton, Cena, uh, Brock, Shelton mm-hmm. Benjamin, who, who yeah. I mean, Belty. they they haven't done a great job with him, but he's had a great career too. Listen, after that super kick and from Shawn Michaels, there's no coming back, Jeff. The super kick kicked Boy out of this yeah. millennia. Yeah. So. And, <laughs> One other guy came out of that group that was like a superstar. Um, we got, we got Cena, Orton, uh, Shelton Benjamin, Brock, and somebody else. Uh, that their name is just getting yeah. I, I I can see their face. Okay. I just can't think their name. And <laughs> the guy who didn't make the cut was Samoa Joe. Jim Ross mm-hmm. told him you don't have a future in wrestling. And look where he is Yeah, now. look at that. He's, I mean, it took him a while. AJ yeah. Styles, too. Yeah, and exactly. Sometimes some of these guys, they leave and they become better. Well, that's, that's a, the... You know, across the season. Then they come back and it's like, whoa, I've honed my craft. The, so. the great story with AJ Samoa Joe also. And Cody, Cody to a certain extent, you know. Oh, yeah. Those what guys, do you think about this whole AEW I, thing? I love it. And, you know, we were talking earlier, uh, you know, off mm-hmm. off mic about how they can improve the show. Yes. And it's something that AEW said they were going to do that WWE should have been doing, that they used to do that they don't do anymore. Okay. The announcing is atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's you have uh, Corey Graves. God bless him. He tries. Okay. Bobby Heenan Light. Okay, and he makes pop culture references that the other two people don't get. So don't they're, get, they're, yeah, they're meaningless. Exactly. Right? I mean, I'd be getting that, man. I'd be fucking dying. Yeah. Um, you know, Michael Cole been around a long time. He should be running the show, but he's not. Yeah, he's a vet, but he's a vet that and, hasn't moved up. It's like he's just coasting, and, and, and then um, Jeff Renee Young. Uh, Again, she's feeding what they, they tell her. Yeah, she's okay. just generic ring announcer on 2K19. <laughs> have, have you ever watched MLW? MLW? I don't think so. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's, I wouldn't call it an indie, but it's mm-hmm. a, sm- a small company. Okay. And uh, they're on YouTube on Saturdays, I think. The live show is on mm-hmm. um, being sports. I be you know there's someone that we follow that posts like the live yeah. feed on Twitter and I'm like oh man I should check it out and then I never do when when they when they call the matches mm-hmm. they call it like a sporting event mm. okay well you have Corey Graves over here making pop culture references and references to social media exactly. and this and other stuff okay when I get off to go and get like a beer out of the refrigerator okay. I should be able to hear what's going on in the match. Exactly. Like, like okay, oh, it's, you know, yeah. So-and-so applied an armed bar, and, and now mm-hmm. this guy's going to reverse it, and this and that. It should go kind yeah, of yeah. like a real sporting event, and that adds meaning to the show. Now, they do it on NXT, because yep. when Morrow calls it, he calls it like a sporting exactly. event, and it has a big fight feel. 
Yeah, Maro and the um, who's the uh, Nigel? N- well, Nigel does yeah. it. And, well, Nigel and um, and Aiden English do it on mm-hmm. two hundred five. So like, okay, like you're doing it with lesser talent on these two other platforms, but on the main platform, the most important show that that you get the most eyes on, you're mm-hmm. not doing this. No, why? And sometimes you get so like sometimes you, I tune out. Like, I'll put my TV on mute just to watch the match because whatever they're talking about has nothing to do with And Michael Cole tries. He tries to jump well, back in, and he tries to steer the di- the that, conversation to the right direction. That's, but that, Well, that's the thing. He's the talk show host mm-hmm. that lost control of his guests. <laughs> Of the show. <laughs> yeah, but he should be reining those other guys in. Like, exactly. hey, Corey, give it, give it a rest. Yeah, you, it's... You know. it's Talk about the match. I don't care what happened. On, yeah, because it's like, like, come on, you've been doing this for forever since who knows? I don't even remember how long this guy's been on WWE. Uh, Twenty years, right? But then you have this little new showboat, which Corey Gray should be lucky that he even became an announcer because well, uh, he can talk. <laughs> yeah, he can talk his shit. Yeah, but it's like that. That's it. Like you're not. Uh, but he needs somebody with an equally strong personality mm-hmm. to rein him in. And in reality, it should have been Booker T. Okay, except yeah, Booker T didn't pay attention to in. the CT. Yeah, he's <laughs> cooking it. Well, Corey Grace would catch him not paying attention yeah. to the match and then air him out on the show. You know, he'd so, be on his phone. He'd be like thinking about something else. He'd be <laughs> so. <laughs> he's a little too old. Do you know who would be great when his when his in ring career is over? Get the Miz at that desk. Ooh, he would be outstanding. Um, I could see him as an announcer. Yeah. yeah, every time he's done like the little mm-hmm. guest spots, and he's been pretty good. And when, um, when he comes out to talk once in a while, uh, Drew Gulak, outstanding. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't miss a thing. He calls the match as it's going. He tells yeah. you what holds they're doing. Every hold has a name. He acknowledges that. I see Drew Gulak too. Like if they were to put him, because you know now Percy's leaving. NXT. Yeah, yeah. So I could see him he, he being be an great. announcer in NXT, and you know, no, not just he necessarily want to do that and give up his injury. He's not. A, he's not a beat up guy. So, but it's still a. It's a steady check, and you know. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's at the end of the day, it's still WWE. Yeah, it it, it it is, but you know, uh, another guy who gets it because I, I mean, I again, there's a. I, I don't watch as much as I want to watch, but I watch a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch the AAA, the uh, Lucha. Oh, the okay, Lima. yeah, yeah. Okay, they're easily accessible on Twitch. Yep. Do you have an Amazon Prime? No, but I see it on the Twitch. I see it on Twitch okay. all the time. And so, then, um, actually, speaking about that, one of the guys has died. You uh, know, legendary. Yeah, rest in peace, Silver King. Yeah. He, he was one of the guys. A stroke that, in the ring. That's that. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things. He was up be, there. I mean, no, no, he wasn't up there. Fifty-one. But fifty-one in wrestling years is up there. You know, yeah. when you think about all of the things that you put your body through, yeah, and, he, and, and your he, head he, to, like, come and on. He came up in the nineties when he was, was in wild. WCW. Like, is <laughs> well, that's where that's where I recognize <laughs> yeah. him from mostly. Is like he broke in with. Uh, you know, Rey Mysterio and Psychosis and mm-hmm. Juventud Guerrera and, and those and other... And Juventud, he made a muchacho. Yeah, like, it's over. It's you you up there, too. Uh, you know what Juventud means? Yeah. Juventud means youth in yeah, Spanish. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not Juventud anymore. Well, he, uh, I, think, I think he's getting there because um, you finally get the payoff. 
coming up mm-hmm. with the feud with his old man, Fue- Fueza? Fueza? Uh, yeah, Fuerza. Which, I get it. It's like people are still going to flock to you because... Well, they, they hate each other, apparently, in real life. And they're finally going to book a surprised. match. I'm surprised. You know, so, uh, well, that their friction comes over him coming mm-hmm. to here instead of wrestling for the old man's promotion back home. But, uh... You know, listen, you got to go and make it. You got to make your money. Make your money. However you, I mean, at the same time, though, it's, come on. Like, you know, a lot of these know. these guys who, I don't know if you've been watching Dark Side of the Ring. I have. Oh, I have. The, I, I have not seen the most recent one. With Gino Hernandez? Yeah. Um, that I have it on the DVR. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, NBA playoffs. I gotta, you yeah. Know, watch. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, the one about the Von Erichs was outstanding. It was the, the one about the Mo- Montreal screw job, which I mean, I kind of knew everything that went on with that. Yeah, I, so I knew there. it too, but it was great to just watch it because it's you know you you learn more about it, and also you, you I realized how much these two guys hate each other. Yeah, they, they did not like Vince each other at Russo all. Vince Russo and Cornette. Man, no, that's and real. Really, See, fucking hate each other. I am firmly <laughs> in the Jim Cornette camp. I am too. You know, yeah, he's just like he's. A wrestling nerd, like he oh. loves it, he eats it, he breathes that, it, and he appreciates the tech, the you know, the that, technicality the of thing. it. Him, Vince Russo comes in like, nah, this is uh, this is a show. We got to make money off of this, and we got to camp it up. This and is, it's like, well, this is what's great about <laughs> Jim Cornette is the hillbilly version of <laughs> Paul Heyman. They're the same yeah. guy. Basically, basically, (laughs) it really is. (laughs) It's just with a different accent and a different, different accent, uh, um, different take. mm -hmm. But yeah, basically. So uh, you know, uh, and he's uh, one of the guys who calls MLW now. Oh, okay. So again, like he calls it like a sporting event. Like Mm -hmm. every move has a name. It transitions small. It's like when you know when you're watching the basketball game. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, and of course the announcers do get into a little banter, but it doesn't take over the entire broadcast. It it should be, it should be to put the wrestlers over, Mm -hmm. not to distract from what's going on in in, in the match. Um, you know, and I think that's the other reason why the the show is not as good as it should be because it. None of the matches, with the way that they're called, have a mm-hmm. big fight feel to them. You know, um, they just feel like, up, oh, it's Monday. You know, here when it they're is. talking about this and other business on the side that happened out of the ring, like all of a sudden, what happened on the ring is mm-hmm. not important. And in the announcers on their side, WWE doesn't do them any favors either. Yeah. How many times have you watched where they are not introduced until like an hour in? Yeah. So, like, why should I be listening to these people? We don't even know who they are. They don't even have names. It's like that, you know. They should start off the show by saying, "Hey, I'm Michael Cole. Right. I'm Shot of all by. three of them. Yeah. This, this, this. Okay, this is what we have in line for you. Or first, you know, you know and, yeah, and but whatever. Very, they used to do back then. And you know who was a great announcer too, Taz. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. He he was amazing. Uh, do, do you have you ever listened to uh, to Bully Ray on like the Busted Open podcast? Oh yeah, um, I've caught a few episodes. I think he would be outstanding. I've also. caught a few. I think so too. He has a lo- yeah. He has a really old school like mm-hmm. element to him that I think would really be good. But yeah, and I, you know that what I think the locker room does not have is leadership, which is surprising because there's guys. Uh, I, I mean. Well, again, we'll get. We'll, I guess we're going to no, segue we to. Uh, I think it's it's you know a Leo Rush. Yeah, it's part of the Leo Rush <laughs> deal. Okay, there's guys who've been around a long time, 
But there's not necessarily WWE guys who've been around a long yeah. time. So, you know, you have uh, the situation with Leo Rush, but, you know, in terms of like a locker room leader, mm-hmm. okay, forever it was The Undertaker. Now apparently it's Roman. Yeah. Okay. And and not everyone's going to lead the same way. I get it. Exactly. You know, uh, Jericho, actually mm-hmm. not there anymore. Um, Randy Orton. Uh, uh, I feel like he doesn't want that responsibility anymore. Yeah, he probably anymore. Is he's not like interested in it. Um, and But again, also, he came up in the business. Mm-hmm. So, like, he like knew that the stuff is from that how to act, how to do, how to yeah. this and that has been in him with, since he was touring with his old man and mm-hmm. his grandfather. So, um, you know, so you know, he may not, you know, it's like uh, having Michael Jordan as a basketball coach. There right. are some things that Michael Jordan as a basketball coach you cannot teach. Mm-hmm. That, it, that it just came so naturally and intrinsically to him that, that uh, yeah, he... Um, he cannot impart that to other guys because it's exactly it's it's just there are certain things like it's not really replaceable now here's you know my take on it right because leo rush did sort of make it about race so as a person of color i can understand what how he would feel where you know carry someone's bags bring someone water like what do i look like a errand boy i'm not a slave so i get that aspect i completely understand that aspect of how he would feel like this is you know demeaning this is belittling at the same time it's like there's a certain way that you approach that you know there's a certain way that you talk to someone about that without you sounding like you're bitching without you sounding entitled now, of course, you know, us millennials, because I'm way younger than you. Yes, you are. <laughs> you know, we're, we're called entitled and then lazy and this and that, but it's not, like... Not everybody. It's like, you know, not everyone's like that one and two. I think it's just a matter of equality. Like, I think that we should just all be treated equally, the same. I get it where there maybe there's etiquette, like, hey, the senior guy, you should, you know, do things for him. And you're not doing it because you're kissing up. You're doing it as a sign of respect. But it's like, you know, times have changed where what could have been a sign of respect back then could be seen as otherwise now. I I, I get it. You know, the fact that he goes out and he says, as a young black man having to carry somebody's bags. Mm -hmm. Listen, I get that the visual for that, man, that looks like shit. Yeah. Okay. But then how he followed it up. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm trying to be a star, too. So to have me seen carrying somebody's bags takes away from that. No, you fucking idiot. (laughs) You're supposed to be making Bobby Lashley a star. Yeah. Okay? You're not the star. I mean, he's a star in his own regard, but, yeah, he should be pushing his... Like, you're the manager. You should be pushing Bobby, like, as you've been doing. But, But, um... Then he's going to piss in Bobby's cornflakes mm-hmm. because Bobby Lashley gets the royalties from the T-shirts that say Bobby yep. Lashley on it, right? Now, they happen to have Leo Rush's catchphrase on the back, mm-hmm. okay? Man of the hour. <laughs> what the fuck, man? So you're going to take money out of Bobby Lashley's <laughs> pocket. He's, what, 39? Yeah, he's Okay, he'd be gone too, soon enough. So you're 24, man. you got a you whole got a lot, lot of time yeah. to make money. And you're good. Yep. You, you know, you'll you'll get there. You don't need to hit the gas like that. Not yet. Yeah. And he's making, and you know, and then he's bitching about money, dude. You make three hundred grand. If you cannot pay your bills on three hundred grand, you're spending money on the wrong shit. Yeah. 
you know. But you know, it also opens a conversation to, you know. I mean, these guys have no insurance. You know, these guys have to pay for their own travel, and yeah, it may sound like oh, that's a lot of money. But if you're you know living a certain lifestyle, you have to keep up that life because part of the gimmick is also the lifestyle. And Leo Rush's life, you know, character yeah. is like larger than life, so he has to, you know, show up in the finest threads and <laughs> has the you know the lineup on point. Let, but, me, let, me, yeah. let me ask you from, from the common sense portion of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Act as if and fake it until you make it only go so far. Yep. Okay. So, like, you can look the part and dress the part and everything else like that. But if you are not earning to support that, that yeah. means you're not doing something right. So, it, uh, for me, and this... He makes three hundred grand a year. I think that's the the bottom line for the main roster performers is three hundred thousand. Okay, like my the, boy, <laughs> my boy is gonna have to download the Acorn app and to you do know, something fix his because, if, because <laughs> if you cannot support yourself on three hundred grand, and I know he has a bunch of kids too, but, so but even still, if you cannot support yourself on three hundred grand, yeah, something you spend the money on the wrong shit. Give. You know. Um, the other thing is, and I will say this, not even in professional wrestling, I'm sure it's more so because it's an even more closed group of guys. Mm-hmm. As a young man starting any career, when you're coming into an established uh, group of other young men, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll say this like when I started working at Columbia in 2008, okay, I came into a group of guys the similar age as me, okay, and there were five or six of us, and they, but they had all been there significantly longer. Right. Okay, now, again... At the time, I'm 33, not a kid. You know, I have some resume, still I have young, some career yeah, back on still me. still a young professional. But I'm new to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a lot of days, rainy days like this, when I was the one who had to go out and get lunch and had to go out and get up and, or had to drive home everybody fucking drunk from happy hour. Right. Okay, <laughs> you know, being the new guy doesn't last forever. There's another new guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but... In a business like wrestling, where you got to work with the other guys, and you really have to work with the other guys, and you have to take care of each other, and you have to, you, nobody it's gets a family. nobody yeah. gets over by themselves. Exactly. You know, to set yourself up as an outsider, yeah, and not willing to comply with like the little bit of hazing. Now, to be fair, if it's only Leo Rush carrying the shit, okay, that's a fucking problem. Yeah. Okay, but what I was told and what I read. Okay, is that uh, the authors of Pain and um, uh, who's who's their manager? M- Maverick. Uh, yeah, Maverick Spud. now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> they were carrying people's shit. Okay, can you imagine telling Akim and Razor to carry my bag? Those guys and would. Those guys would kill right. you. <laughs> and you I don't know. even think that it's someone telling you. I think it's because just you something just know you. It. Just yeah, Jake uh, Drake Drake Maverick. That, yeah, Drake okay? Maverick. He's been in the business forever, but because he's new to WWE, mm-hmm. carrying bags, and you know, okay. getting water or towels or just so doing something that you would do for a friend. Y- you right? don't even have to respect. It's not about respecting the this veteran mm-hmm. guy. It's not about being subservient to the veteran guy. It's about respecting the business and the culture. Right. If you hang around long enough, somebody will be carrying your shit. Exactly. You know. And, but and I can understand from his perspective where he's like, you imagine me getting off in Europe and I'm carrying everyone's bags. Like, So 
I understood why he's upset. It's just his approach to it. Well, it's, you know, it, it wasn't right. But I do have a problem with the way that a lot of fans treat wrestlers of color when they speak out. You know, because I, I agree. it's you know, always it's a, it's a one-sided conversation. Yeah, it's always like, oh, well, you shouldn't. You should be grateful. You should be. It's like, no, like there's a you earned your place, man. You, you don't have to be grateful. <laughs> you don't have to be grateful. But <laughs> there's a way that the business goes about things, and if you want to affect change and you don't like the way that they're doing things, mm-hmm. you do it in house, inside, and you know what? Exactly. When you become a veteran. You don't make the young kids carry your bag. Problem solved, cycle Yeah, broke. you change, exactly. You know, um, now, the interesting follow-up to, to this is that mm-hmm. they were talking about it on Busted Open. Yeah. And Mark Henry and Mark was Henry, yeah. livid. Yeah, he said that, you know, he, he tried a, to... He had approached yeah. him, and he tried to help him, and this and that, and then to compound all this other stuff. I mean, listen, if you don't want to get a, 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 along with the other guys, listen... Everybody's there to make money. Nobody's mm-hmm. your friend. It's not you know. It's not that kind of thing, okay? But goddamn, dude, don't take it to social media and to the fucking press and to this and that because then you just look like a fucking baby, mm-hmm. y- you know. Yeah. And that will not endear you to the other guys. What's going to end up happening? They're going to send them home. Listen. Yeah, because then now it's like, okay, well, you can't be trusted because mm-hmm. now you airing out everybody's dirty laundry. And also, it's like, you know, we're a tight-knit group. Like, wrestling is, like you said, you know, you're working with these guys 24-7. travel with these guys. And you live, breathe, sleep, these guys. Yeah, yeah, so now you, you know, every problem, every little problem you're going to have, you're just going to go and, and tell on us. You know, and... Like, we could have just solved it right here and there. Like, hey, if you feel uncomfortable, we can we can break the cycle. There's no problem with that. guys have come back. Yeah. Look at the miss. Had a dress in the hallway because he was a jerk off, and now he's like one of the, mm-hmm. the, the, one the, of the top guys. One of the top guys. He figured it out. Chris Jericho, you know, when he came over from WCW, it was. I'm know. pretty sure he's had his fair share of yeah. abuse that he so, had to go so, through. So, but again, it's like there is a shift in cultures. Like, hey, maybe we don't need to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Again, the whole the whole thing is, uh, you know, uh, have you been any part of any sports team or anything? Not a part of a sports team. I mean, I played sports back back in my heyday. I played handball. That's really it. Right. So and I tried out for the basketball team. But so, so playing high school baseball as a freshman, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I had to carry the old the bats, bags and yeah. shit and, and whatever. <laughs> I had to fucking clean. You know, we had to clean up after mm-hmm. when everybody else was on the bus hanging out and whatever. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Because once you're in that group, once you're one of the boys, now that, the group, new is person who comes in, yeah. well, that group is also all-encompassing. All they will protect you. Mm-hmm. You stand out here by yourself. Make a stink over something like carrying a bag. Exactly. It's similar in culinary, actually, because I came up in restaurants before mm-hmm. I started working for. So, you know. Again, yeah. Close when group. you first go in and you got to wash those dishes and you got to sharpen everyone's knives and mm-hmm. you got to prep the stations and guess what after a while they're gonna be like hey guess what you i got this for you and then you know you you build that trust and you just that integrity you know and, and after a while you're not the new person anymore now you have another new person who comes in and and yeah hazing sucks because some people take it too far well you're always gonna have your your assholes yeah 
you know. So if it's a problem where someone's taking it too far, then by all means address it. But if it's just simple shit, then just and you know squash right then and there. You know, again, if he's the only one they're doing it to, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's not the case. So like, all right. So the other new guys who were called up within the last year. Yeah. Okay. You know. Um, you know, but again, they had trouble with him when he first got there, you know, posting shit on Twitter when he, had, when yeah. he got let go. He had issues, yeah, yeah before NXT. So I, I just think he's a little hothead. He's young. You know, he, he thinks he's the shit. And, it's, uh, you know, he's going to have to learn a little humility. He's going to have to settle the fuck down and chill out a little bit and just kind of take it a little. And he's a talented guy. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't want to see him? He's talented, but he keeps running his mouth. And I was like, yo, well, you keep running your mouth. And one day you're going to get let go and no one's going to be in your corner. Well, that's the thing. You see, WWE don't let go of anybody anymore. Not now because they're afraid that people are going to go to AEW. Well, uh, not AEW specifically, but like... Jeff. Well, <laughs> AEW has kind of come out and said that they're not um, going to be a haven for every disenfranchised yeah, yeah. underused guy from WWE. Now... Dean Ambrose, Good for them. they'll welcome him in with open arms. Yeah, I because saw that little... Because he's coming in with a name, that video was was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, how come we didn't get this guy? Right, and he's already <laughs> had his hardcore... Yeah. Like, you know, he's had his background, so people still follow yeah. Johnny Moxley. But, um, you know, when you, when you have... Uh, you know, look at the other guys who they're signing. All right, Chris Jericho, you need a main event. Yep. You know, Kenny Omega, you need a main event. Okay, the Young Bucks and Cody and uh, Hangman Page, all those guys are together. Mm-hmm. But the other guys who they signed, they didn't sign any other WWE guys, really. Nah. They signed guys who, who Indies, were just... Yeah. yeah, like Sonny Kiss, the, the, you know. I mean, and plus they're inclusive. See, I... Exolicious from Lucha Underground. So <laughs> yeah. Kiss. You know, uh, just uh, the, the look and everything unique yeah. and... and, and so, yeah. you know, they they signed the uh, openly gay wrestler. They signed the transgender wrestler. It's like, this is going to, I mean, right I have, now. I have high hopes. It's still all talk. Right now. I have high hopes. Let's see what happens. But, yeah, I, I do. I think that it's great. You know, you he, know Cody has it in his blood. And, and if it's good, I'll watch. Mm-hmm. If it's not good, I mean, like I said, I've watched wrestling. Different wrestling for different things, mm-hmm. right? Like I watch WWE because it's easy to find. I'm used to watching it, right? And, and also nostalgia is like you've been watching for so long. And I'm invested. Yeah. yeah, you know. But MLW, I went to their show. The first time I saw them, I went to their show over mm-hmm. in uh, in Queens uh, last let's see last year. Okay. When they were at the um, beautiful building too, uh, the Melrose Ballroom. The Mel, yeah, yeah. And. Um, Man, it was great. H O G has their shows in there too. Uh, I've seen them. They, no, they do the other one over by the Jamaica by the, the train. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I always get the two confused. Uh, that one's not as nice as Melrose. Melrose is no, a short. The other one is a little grungy, yeah, a little it's a, it's real indie. Smells bad. <laughs> um, you know, I went to Joey Ryan's like Port Authority. Event. That they had over at uh, you went. It was you, wait, 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 you went to the. P- oh, I remember you asked us if we were going. It was great. <laughs> it was everything that I thought it was going to be. Was like, oh, I can't. It was, well, I had already bought tickets to that. No, no, mm-hmm. actually, the NXT. Since when did they do it on Friday? But I guess yeah. You know, that's when they could get the building or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it was great. You know, watching um, who's the woman with the tampon? 
Oh, Pris- uh, Priscilla, Priscilla Kelly? Yeah, is they it? had her. Yeah. Um, Session Moth Martina, who's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, what's the, the, the hottie from TNA? I saw a couple. Yeah. Uh, she has a gimmick of like the, the slut shaming yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, I forgot her name. Um, <laughs> they had the three of them against uh, Joey Ryan, um, Val Venus. And Sexy Eddie, who I'd never heard of before then. Val Venus okay. was at the Jobber Tears uh, WrestleMania was, yeah, show. Was at, um, Shout out to the Jobber Tears podcast, yeah, which great, I will great be on podcast. Wednesday. Oh, you're going to be on them Wednesday? Yeah, so check that out on their live uh, say, feed. Say hi to uh, Janelle for me. I will, Janelle from HR. <laughs> you got a little thing for Janelle? You want me to put a good word no, in? No, no, no. You sure? I'm too old for Janelle. <laughs> Janelle, you listening? But, <laughs> but, but let me tell you, I, 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 there is a special place in my heart for Janelle. Oh, I hope you're listening. Okay, Janelle. she yeah. was actually she asked if if I was free, but I was like, you had already said yes to me, so I was like, uh, I don't want to du- double book myself. <laughs> we were. Um, I went to uh, maybe it was last summer, two summers ago, when the Undertaker wrestled at Madison Square Garden. Yes, yes. The um, that, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And you know, was, was it the sh- Christmas thing that they were doing on the? No, no you said the summertime. Summer. Oh, okay. okay. She saw me and recognized me. She was like in the restaurant over the parking garage, you know, where you can kind of yeah. watch people coming out. So I came out of the, the entrance to Penn Station, <laughs> and she recognized me on the street from all the way from. <laughs> I was like, jab, 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 and and I was amazed because like I'm coming out, you know, I've been in the tunnel for the, quite some time, right. and <laughs> I'm, my eyes are just like, my eyes are just adjusting to coming out into the sunlight, <laughs> and she can see me all the way from the restaurant over by the post office. <laughs> Damn, that's a no, like, but, Well, no, she's there to catch the wrestlers coming in from the parking garage oh, and walking smart. across to go into the garden. Smart. So, um, you know, it just happened that I happened to be walking through. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've seen her at, at other things. Like, she was yeah. at uh, when, uh, Power Club Pro, is that? Battle Club Battle Pro, Club yeah. Battle Club Pro. Um, they had their event with the British Strong Style, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so I met her there. Um, and a couple of other places. Good, nice woman, very nice. And she is. She and she be putting in the work. She be going to all these indie shows. And oh, I she, wish I had, my job wasn't so demanding that I would go because I'm. It's like half time I'm traveling, and then other half time I'm like I'm stuck in the office. But the great thing to living here is that there's always something. Yeah, you know it's 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 around now. Um, you know, again, I like to I like uh, the cocktails, man. So like mm-hmm. this, you know, <laughs> going to Joey Ryan's event, they had a bar in the place, man. I, I'm good. Did they have like little special te- themed cocktails for the? No, no, no. It's okay. like they had the same shit that they had at the hotel bar. That oh, okay. But um, <laughs> it, it uh, but you know, you have there. It's you know, it's an adult show, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the finish. Okay, the three women grab him. They throw Joey oh, Ryan yeah, yeah, into the, the corner, and they waxed his chest hair. <laughs> Oh my Joey God. Ryan's chest here. You know how he's kind yeah, of Yeah, that's his, no, that's his yeah. signature. <laughs> oh, Lord. I heard he's going to stop wrestling. Well, or is that the, a. The, the rumor is that he's going to sign somewhere. I know that WWE kind of kept kicked the tires on him, but it's probably more to keep him from going somewhere else than actually. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, but the gimmick is not going to translate. Well, that's well. the whole thing, but that's what they're doing with all these guys now. Mm-hmm. They have no intention of using Luke Harper, but they're going to hold on to him mm-hmm. because on the chance that Luke Harper may go and make money for somebody else. Yep. You know, uh, I mean, the revival. I have a problem with the revival. Oh, I do. Tell me. Tell pro- me. I'm a, a big revival fan. I, okay. I, I, I have a problem with the revival. And it's not a no, disrespectful shit. It's just, um, 
Like you guys are You guys are getting opportunities You know I mean yeah Shitty opportunities But you're still getting Still, it. still on TV you're Still on TV uh, Still wrestling I'm, I'm with you, you st- <laughs> Your name is still like Come on And then It doesn't help that Cody Kind of put you guys on the map With that whole FTR thing Yeah and, Well you know? And the fact that you come out And say someday we'll be wrestling Against the Young Bucks Like So it's like um, fuck, Like you know what you're doing if you're unhappy, then go. Like you can't keep holding WWE hostage for more money. I mean, well, kudos to you if you're finessing them, but <laughs> they're, they're, they're not. They don't want to be there. They don't like how they've been written. And 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 I get it. It's like you know what? Yeah, there's you know, more. But you know, if WWE has attempted to embarrass those guys, it has had exactly the opposite yeah. result because the fans are behind now them. People are like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And even that segment from last week. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Dawson's face And he's dragging his ass in the ring You know like, like I, I, They're selling it for all the yeah. words So you know that those guys are professional guys And then guys. they care yeah, so. So, so, um, And also it's embarrassing to the Usos <laughs> Like the Usos Bust their ass Even more embarrassing Yeah. What about uh, Gallows and Anderson You tell me that just, to, just on principle The revival versus those two guys Like in a real match It's a good match I'd like to see that but yeah, I don't know what they're doing. With that. I feel like they're WWE is slowly becoming a monopoly, or they're well, trying to become well, a, monopoly. Been a monopoly. Yeah, they've and been, and now these little places like, hey, we're gonna break off because it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Yeah, well, that's it's that's like, exactly what it's what it's what it's become. You know, it's like, hey, yes, it's the name, but guess what? But you can become something else outside. I think that some of the talent at WWE. The guys who aren't being used and the guys who are mm-hmm. bitching and whatever. Now, the Revival, those guys are special. You yeah. know that they can go. So, like, if they were to ever get, like, oh, from WWE, they'd be working oh, yeah. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They let Ty Dillinger go because he's nothing special. Yeah. Ty Dillinger was like, okay, 10 what? He, he had one moment that I loved. With uh, R-Truth? With Samoa Joe. Back oh. in his NXT time. When, uh, you know, Ty Dillinger's trying to get a title. She's like, yeah. Samoa Joe is the champion. Samoa Joe goes out. And tells him, oh, you're not on my level. <laughs> and Ty Dillinger, it's like I'm going to give you ten. Re- I'm going to give you uh, ten reasons why um, you should give me a match tonight. But you're only going to need one. Yeah. And whack, whack <laughs> with both hands, and he smacks him all. And that's God, never going to happen you know. again. <laughs> but first of all, and to smack Samoa Joe, I wouldn't smack Samoa Joe. No, Samoa Joe will smack me. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> Like I said, man, I don't know what happened last night. I, 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 he put me to sleep and now I'm sore. <laughs> I was like, yo, I woke up with my pants gone. I don't know what happened. Gone. They're in little pieces on the floor. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a, he's a heel. He's a, I love it. Love he's it. amazing. But yeah, he's dating uh, Payne Royce, actually. Ty no Lillard. shit. Yeah. So see, I'm, see, I'm not winning. up on the. I'm not you up gotta on the get on the. Like you're that. on the Instagram. You gotta get on the gossip. You gotta follow the wrestlers. You gotta I, learn everything about them and become see, obsessed. I see. I try not to be like a. Gr- <laughs> I try not to be a groupie of that level. <laughs> I, f- I follow the wrestlers that engage on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. I. I. You know. Um, on Instagram, I follow the companies, but not necessarily the individual the wrestlers. Because right. I want to stay informed of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, now if there's somebody who happens to be compelling or remarkably hot, you know, all then, right then I'm following Instagram. Mandy Rose, all she does is gym selfies. All right, 
and deadlifts. Yeah, so and, if you're into that, then uh, <laughs> beautiful woman. Um, you know, get some pictures of Alicia Fox at the bar. <laughs> no, she's pretty. Um, no, she's, she's pretty she's tame mon- on her mundane, Instagram. Yeah, yeah she well, doesn't. Well, that's because she's in trouble. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't post as much um, as she should. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> well, she, she should. Like, I, you know, I'd love to see it. Like I said, night out with Alicia. Fox. <laughs> No. That's what that's what we call a uh, uh, foxy night out. That's, well, the foxy name, ni- that's the name of the sex tape. <laughs> night at the Foxberry. Oh, the night uh, at the Foxberry. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, I would, I would. Uh, that, that's that's my my dream day from WWE. Yeah, we can make it happen. Listen, enough enough listens to the episode, enough yeah. retweets. You know, we got our boy Jeff on that. On that uh, date, courtesy of that ass girl. See it now. All right, we'll you, b- we'll buy you a Groupon. <laughs> you, 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 you asshole! You know I have the substance abuse problem. You want to take me out drinking? <laughs> <laughs> and she'll say yes. <laughs> she'll probably be like, okay. Listen, don't tell nobody. I know this great place downtown. <laughs> uh, the is not watered down. And they don't put a hurting on your pocket. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, hey, that sounds like a fun time right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tequila's tacos and a foxy lady. And Alicia, and Alicia Fox. <laughs> and, but she's got to wear the hat. The, oh, the, 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 the little the captain's, captain's hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the captain. <laughs> yeah, she's got to wear the hat. She's crazy, yo. But I hope she does well. I uh, hope that um, she well, gets the help that she needs. She's been there such a long time. <laughs> I mean, and this is the thing, and you know that she's a good trooper about it, too. Mm-hmm. Because remember, for a long time, she didn't even have a T-shirt. Yeah. Now she does, and it's kind of like, eh. Well, every, their T-shirt sucks. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the designs, I'm like, who is coming up with this well, stuff? <laughs> I think we had this conversation on Twitter once about how Joey Ryan is all by himself and has a million cool T-shirts, all mm-hmm. of them with, like, a creative design. I mean, listen, you know, it's Joey Ryan, but, like... And it's also a lot of the fans who contributed, hey, I don't want anything out of this, but this is what I made for you, and it's, you know, I think that the WWE should so kind too, of... too corporate for that. Yeah, they should have, like, a little contest, like, hey, submit your best designs, the best, I don't know, 10 designs get put on a t-shirt. You slide a little check for your troubles and call it a day. I ain't giving anybody checks for that. So, <laughs> you, know, it's, 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 uh, you know, especially like in nowadays, apparently they, they took a big loss like in the first quarter of the mm-hmm. year. And, um, you know, that'll rebound, of course, with Saudi Arabia. Well, they took a loss because they invested so much money in the new building that they're moving into. Oh, the, which I didn't think there's anything even, particularly wrong with Titan Towers. It's pretty yeah, nice It's building. not even a far distance. They're moving, like, down the road from each other. Yeah, I, I guess it's a new building and better you know, stuff, but... Speaking of WWE sites, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to go on a tour of their warehouse where they keep, like, all that old shit. Oh, you know. that would be a cool little... You know what I think? I think they need a physical location for Hall of Fame. You know how they have the Baseball Hall of Fame? Oh, that could be w- one of the reasons why they're moving to the new building. That would be a to cool... To make it more fan accessible yeah, or whatever. Like, I think if they have, like, an actual museum or something, or memorabilia everywhere, just... Yeah, Titan yeah. Tower is just an office building. Yeah, basically, so... You know, I mean, I've driven past it on the highway a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I've seen it, and it's like... Uh, yeah, it just looks like a regular like an, building. Like it doesn't building. even... I'm surprised that their headquarters is not in Florida. Well, they have the, the performance centers sale. in Orlando. So, and a lot of the wrestlers do live in Florida. Yeah, you know, uh, taxes and other things. Uh, you know, obviously, but um, uh, 
No, nah, Vince's home base has always been the Northeast. Like, yeah. so you know, which I get. You know, he's from. You know, that's his old man's territory. That's you know. Now, interesting. Like how he got to be where he was able to move mm-hmm. in on everybody else's territory. Well, Vince and his wife. Uh, how they initially started to get into this and really blow it up. Mm-hmm. You know, WrestleMania and the pay-per-view and, and that investment really put WWE on that. But how right. they got powerful in their own right is that they bought some uh, dingy arena mm-hmm. in, um, I, th- I think, in Connecticut. Okay. I think in Connecticut. But somewhere in, in you know, Connecticut, Rhode Island, some, somewhere there. Right. And that gave them an in with a group of other people who owned arenas, mm-hmm. which were able to get them houses... Mm. In other places where you know wrestling territories already mm. existed, so that's for the how wrestlers, they, uh, where wrestling agents, you know, like they had. No, the, no, I mean like the houses were for the wrestlers, or just no, the buildings. Oh, the building, okay, the, okay, the, got the got arena, yeah, right. and you know, in areas where other wrestling organizations already did, mm-hmm. but the McMahons, because of their membership in this organization, were able to get in where ordinarily they would have been kept out by the by the competing promoters. Right, right. And that's how they were able to really uh, move it along. And that's where we are now, WWE. Yeah. Is, uh, the strongest um, man won. <laughs> what is it that Dean Ambrose said? The million-dollar man does but not get his... Uh, on, on the way out. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was so it was high that day. I was really... It was like... But then I saw that Johnny, Mo- you know, Moxley video. I was like, that, oh, was, that was fire, man. I'm glad to see where he's going. That was a big production value. That was great camera work. <laughs> like, you know, wow. WWE, you yeah. guys are. <laughs> he, he's going to invest in himself. Yeah. And that's what a lot of these guys do. I mean, that you know, look at, you know, Jeff, uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy when they were in TNA. And this, yeah. the whole Hardy brand and. And, and, and the the persona, I mean, you know, yeah, Cody and those fellas, Joey mm-hmm. Ryan does his thing, and it's it's huge. I mean, he he was already owned P, PWG, yeah, and the bar wrestling promotion too. But like even his own thing, like he he drew twenty five hundred people mm-hmm. to uh to to the Midtown Manhattan. So yeah, like, so I mean, if you're not your own fan, then who else is gonna be? That's it. You gotta you gotta support your own uh your own thing. Exactly, Jeff. We're gonna move into Money in the Bank. You know, sure. it's, it's next Sunday, so a week from today that we're recording. We have 10 matches on the car, so, you know, just kind of run through them, do a little, uh, I don't know, prediction, what you think, whatever. What you think and what you want to see? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, mm, I don't know. The, <laughs> it's just like Raw and SmackDown lately have been very lackluster. And then they're so, you know, I think because they're so conscious of the number of views that they're forgetting, you know, the main thing that matters is the content. Yeah. And the content is suffering greatly because they're too worried about how many viewers they're getting. Well, I think, I mean, again, when it was just Vince by himself, mm-hmm. he didn't give a shit. But, like, you know, when you have shareholders that are investing their their own yep. money, like, they don't yeah, want to hear advertisers that. Advertisers. Advertisers, yeah. You know, the, they have the big deal coming up with Fox, billion-dollar mm-hmm. deal. they got to be sweating it out with the, the shit that's going on. So Yeah, uh, they're saying that SmackDown has to draw 3 million views, and it's like, well, that's going to be tough because not even Raw, their main show, draws in two, you know, so. Yeah, but if they do SmackDown differently, you know, like, like uh, Fox wants to, pa- apparently... Fox wants to package it as part of their um, sports network. Yeah. And look at when it's going to be. It's going to be Thursday night football is on Fox. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wrestling on Friday night, college football all day. Saturday, yeah. And then regular football on Sunday. So 
if if they're putting out a good product yeah, and, they, and they advertise it during those football games and, mm-hmm. and other things, they should do $3 million. Yeah, I think so. Because I'm pretty sure there is an overlap of football fans of and wrestling fans. Of course. Plus, they also have a lot of wrestlers who were football players back then. So, so uh, yeah. You know, they can they can do something. They can do a little cross-promotion. Um, plus, you XFL. know, they're the only wrestling... Yeah, I mean, they're the only wrestling uh, program on this big TV network, so that should well, in itself speak. I know, I know that AEW is going to do Tuesday nights. Uh, did they sign a contract yet? Uh, no. So, f- I, so far as I know, it's with Turner, with TBS. Oh, okay. That's just like the rumor. In That's the rumor, right, but it's not yeah. finalized. Um, I'm sure it's finalized. They just haven't announced it yet. But they're going to do uh, Tuesday nights because they saw somewhere floating around... Um, that they uh, put a patent like Tuesday Night Dynamite, which is a pretty cool name for a show, I guess, if you want to put it out like that. I'm mm. um, curious to, to see what their regular... We know what their live show product is going to look like. Yeah. curious to see what their regular show... Re- yeah, because... because it's got to be live to compete, mm-hmm. which means they're going to have to go. That's 52 shows that they're going to have to run. Exactly. Okay? You're getting Chris Jericho to come on TV 53, 52 times? You're going to need to have him in the beginning, obviously, because yeah. he's, he's your... And then who knows how... and. Excuse me. Um, also, just they have uh, forgot who's writing for them. Billy Gunn is writing for them. Jim Ross. So that should be pretty interesting yeah, to I, see. I really hope they're successful. I hope it's a great show. It's something else to watch. I mean, I, I do think it's a, a bit um, strange that Cody is putting himself in charge and putting his wife in charge, and like his wife to be in charge of the women's division. I'm sorry. I, I don't see it. Maybe from a business business aspect, yes. You know, well, it's a family business. But who's to say that, you know, female wrestlers are not going to clash with her because she's not really as big of a performer as others are? I, I think, you know, Cody is very astute. He's been around, been around a long time. He's got excellent knowledge from, from, uh, from Goldust. He's got excellent his knowledge father. from his pops. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his pops, when he passed away, had a lot of goodwill in the bank with a mm-hmm. lot of people. So, like, that, he's been able to leverage that to get this right. kind of off the ground and, and whatever. Um, the one thing I don't want to see mm-hmm. is where the whole AEW product is built to promote Cody and the Bucks and Kenny Omega Over and, and Brandy. Okay. Yeah. Right? You want to see other people. Exactly. Now, I think that they're too astute to make it like that because people won't buy it. They won't believe mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, Hangman Page against uh, former Neville now Pac. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fire, man. The both of those guys, can, yeah. Both of those guys <laughs> can go. Um, Jericho Omega was great the first time. Yep. You know, uh, who else we got? The Lucha Brothers against. Um, you know, against the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix and Pentagon are my two favorites out yeah, there. Yeah, they're, they're a good smart sign, too. You know, so I know that the, uh, WWE was talking to them for some time. Well, the, the whole thing is that WWE is shit on every luchador other yeah. than Rey Mysterio that's ever been there. So, like, why? <laughs> you know, we, 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 what are we going to do? Job out to the Lucha House Party? I mean, come on. <laughs> you, you know, uh, Andrade, who should be a f- fucking champion Oh, right my God, okay. yes. And I, I think... Like, he should have your IC or U.S. strap right now, and he should have it forever. Yes, (laughs) because we have Zelina, who's a great 
manager, great valet, and she's great on the mic. And you she know, can and go she a adds, little bit if necessary. Yeah, it's like, hey, if she needs to get her hands dirty, mm-hmm. she's willing to hop in and do her Karana here and there. So yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I want to see Andrade versus Roman. I want to see Andrade versus Alistair. I want to see Andrade versus Finn. Like Andrade versus Finn? Yeah. Andrade versus Rollins. Yeah, like, let's, so, you know, I think that, I think they should do away with the brand split because this wild card rot bullshit is bullshit. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I don't think that they can do away with the brand split with the Fox deal. Yeah. Okay, because Fox is going to want something that's unique. And then I'm going to whoa, 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 I didn't ask for this. But then, you know, you have to negotiate who gets what guys. You can't have Roman mm-hmm. on both shows. You can't have, no. you, you know, um... So what they're doing right now, I guess, before this goes live, mm-hmm. is trying to find the to right mix and the balance the, yeah. on, on both shows where you have, and then you could always shuffle it around mm-hmm. later on. Uh, I, I always thought, instead of just the brand split, I always thought the draft was pretty cool. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was a pretty good idea, too, because it, it just mixed things up and it, it gave opportunities to others. That, no. But the whole, I don't know. And, and, and how huge does that look now? Rollins is a universal champ, number one pick for Raw. Becky Lynch, double champ, number one pick for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And they're dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they? They're that, dating, when, yeah. When, the when, man when, and the man are dating. Oh, man, look at that. <laughs> you know. You got to get on your little WWE <sighs> gossip. I, I, I got to get on it. I, I do. <laughs> uh, you know, Becky Lynch can get it, too. Especially Becky. if she talks to me in that ridiculous <laughs> accent. <laughs> No, she looks great. She looks great in, in those pants. So she's, uh, she she works out. She's a very beautiful face. You know, the I'm not a fan of the accent, but you know, it it sounds gruff. You know, I know well, Irish women got that. Uh, yeah, that I mean, it's, it, but she she makes it work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know how her voice goes like high all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like in the middle of a sentence where I it should. Yeah, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. Weirdo. <laughs> exactly like that. So, um, right, so what do but we let's jump into WWE uh, Money in the Bank Cha-ching, ching So we have the Universal Championship Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles What uh, do you think about that? It's going to be a great match Both of those guys can go mm-hmm. uh, I don't like them necessarily moving um, AJ? AJ to Raw And then all of a sudden he's a heel yeah, when he's been the face that runs the place on SmackDown for a long time. I mean, I think he was sort of borderline. He's one of those personalities where he was borderline face heel, like well, he he tiptoed. If if you go, if you're gonna if you're gonna have him be a heel, mm-hmm. right? I love the angle. Get him back with Gallows and Anderson. You remember oh, yeah, old school club. beat up yeah. John Cena? Yeah. What did you do yesterday? <laughs> beat up John Cena. That, Go right back to that. It worked. I think that, yeah, I think that, you know, now that they moved him, I do think that they should have, you know, the club as, like, the enforcers. And yeah. just kind of, it just adds more edge to him. So, yeah, I think that would be a pretty good idea. Um, Beat up Seth Rollins. Do you think that AJ will get the belt? No. I think that they have had their eye on Seth yeah. as champ for a really long time. You know, he had some injuries and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, remember, he was the number one draft pick. First pick of the draft for yep. Raw. Uh, he's the guy who had sets. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Triple H is. <laughs> what are you um, thinking about? Are you uh, thinking about Alicia Fox? <laughs> I was drinking about Alicia Fox and Becky together. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he's the one who had Triple H's seal of approval from mm-hmm. the get go. From the yeah. So and he's he's Claude, 
blood, sweat, tears. I mean, he's had a few embarrassing yeah. blunders, but yeah, I think he's, he's here to stay, he's, and he's definitely carrying the place. Yeah, he he's the man, so you keep the keep the belt on. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that he um that he needs the belt to be over. No, that's true. But yeah. I think at this point he's over enough that he enhances the belt. Mm-hmm. Where Brock, because you never saw him with it, made yeah, it, it made yeah the belt made no sense being on Brock, and then it's just good to see the championship being de- defended. You know, not just once in a blue moon. Well, I think there's a happy medium uh, to that because. The championship is special because you have to work to get to it. Mm-hmm. So it should not be defended on a whim every week. Right. You have the, the mid-card champions. Yeah, of course. The, the U.S. and the I.C. for that. Um, but it needs to be defended more than three or four times a year. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and he's doing it. And also, he has prestige to it. Like he, I feel like before the... The UC title was just like, wait, we still have a U. I forgot we had one. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Never on. Until WrestleMania. And then WrestleMania came in. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, he doesn't need to defend the belt every week, but you need to see that belt every exactly. week. Exactly. Him talking about mm-hmm. it. Him just, like, hyping it up. So and he's the perfect guy because he's, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's over. He's Monday Night Rollins. is Beast Slayer Rollins. is King Slayer Rollins. <laughs> like, yeah. All the nicknames. Yeah, and, 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 and he's, he's done a great job. Seth retains. So, uh, yeah, I think Seth retains in this match, and I think it's going to be a good match. Um, yeah, no, it, it's going to – I think it's going to set the pace of the show. Um, we also have the championship, the WWE championship, Kofi Kingston versus KO. Um, I don't think Kevin Owens belongs in this match. I think it's way too early for him to be having a, an opportunity when he just came back. Now I get it; he wants to, get, you know, jump back into a full swing of things. And uh, I don't know. It's like Kofi hasn't had the title long enough for him to lose it. I don't think he's I, gonna lose it. But I, I agree with you on that, but I think he should. You think he should? Yeah. I don't think that he's had the title long enough to lose it, mm-hmm. but I think he should. Because I, as soon as Kofi won the title, mm-hmm. here he is, he has the belt. Now what? Yeah. Meanwhile, the story was him getting there. Yeah. That was compelling. Now That's that true, he has yeah. it, like, n- now what? Um, Kevin Owens, uh, maybe back a little too soon. He hasn't accomplished enough to be in, yeah. in, in that. But it was a better heel. Who's a better foil for Kofi? That's true. And then it could also set up SummerSlam where it's like, could, yo, I, I killed myself to be here and I've deserved the belt again. And I, Yeah, I, I could see that, you know, because yeah. it's just going to add more to Kofi's well, baby face. Having Kofi chase the belt is more interesting than having Kofi defend it. Right. You, you know, um, and that's not to say that, you know, I mean, listen, guy's been there a long time. He's a great worker. He's an excellent, mm-hmm. excellent guy. Um, but I think... The belt is valued more mm-hmm. by Kofi pursuing it, running the gauntlet like relentlessly to go and get it. Yeah, he he put in the and, hours, he put in the time. But where Kevin Owens, just like when he was with Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. is heel enough to hold on to that belt for a good long time, just through fuckery and to build. But who's to say that they wouldn't, you know, let's say KO does win it. Who's to say that, oh, you know, we're going to bring in someone else into the ring. We're going to mix it up with Braun and try to get him to get the title. He's on Raw. But But remember the wild card. Yeah, Yeah, so. uh, (laughs) See, I don't think think that they would do that. I think 
you, you know, if you, Jeff, you gotta expect the unexpected with WWE. Well, that's, that's true. <laughs> I think it's too soon to take the belt yes. off of Kofi. Okay, so I don't think that he's gonna lose it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I think that eventually he should lose it to Kevin Owens because both of those guys can go. They can both talk, mm-hmm. and Kofi chasing Kevin Owens, who wins through fuckery for months. Yeah, okay. I think that's gonna yeah. Who wins your SummerSlam or even Survivor Series mm-hmm. to to a huge thing, and both guys can go in the ring. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. You know. And then th- you know, I mean, listen, what Kofi did in terms of like transcending and 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 uh, you know, like the feel good moment of mm-hmm. him at WrestleMania. I felt uh, that in my soul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that, that was you know, we wanted that. Like I was like, you know, yo, I have goosebumps. I felt it. I felt this man. You know, like the elation in his face and just yeah, everyone and, in the crowd just went crazy. Like, I will say that this is one of the first WrestleManias in recent memory where I'm like, wow. Like, oh, it, this other than the fact that it was too was, long. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was great. Long. I fell asleep during the main event. Before the main event came on. I'm like, you, you, I got work in the morning. <laughs> no, I know. I saw the clip and I'm I, like. I, I was oh. kind of let down by it. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, I come just on. We just had a good. I thought it was going to be better. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but. but I mean, I'm not surprised because, you know, Ronda's still green oh, she, and she, Becky's she's not She's going to be away for a while so, now. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, let it get back to the professionals. You know, um, I think, uh, but yeah, I think Kofi retains. But I think Kofi is way more interesting pursuing the belt. pursuing the belt, okay. As opposed to having it. Because like I said, he won at WrestleMania, you have your feel-good moment. Right. He comes out on, uh, on Raw. And he and challenged Seth. Seth I was like, "You just fucking won it. But, Stop." Okay, but, <laughs> but but really, like, now what? Yeah, you, you know. So I I I think eventually he's going to go that way. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Owens as a heel champion is great. You know, if you have a heel champion, what do you want? A heel that can be beaten, That's but true. is credible enough to hold on to the belt through fuckery forever. Yes, yeah, true. The heel Miz, Hall of Famer, the Honky Tonk Man. Jesus, get himself the. F- Disqualified, he would do everything mm-hmm. to hold on to the. Yes, yeah, so I, I can see Ko just kind of mm-hmm. running, you know, the little game on Kofi, and it's going to bring out more of Kofi, just more fire in him. So, yeah. I mean, I can see that turning out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with either turnout. Yeah. Actually, well, I'm o- I'm okay with him retaining now and then later losing it. Right. So we have the uh, Raw Women's Championship. We have Becky Lynch, aka the Man. Versus Lacey Evans. <laughs> oh, Becky retains. Yeah. Gotta, re- gotta retain. Uh, I mean, I think that she will lose eventually, but not now. Not with Lacey. I haven't seen her enough. Like, I mean, I know she was in NXT, but she uh, didn't really wow me in NXT. I, I like, I like, I like, I like her act. I like what she does. Yeah. I like the women's right because that looks like a real shoot. Potato, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know. So, like, you know, catch Nia Jax at one of those when she comes back. Oh, she has it coming to her. Yeah, you see how long it takes. I mean, Nia, you know, homegirl um, represents for the big ladies, but homegirl needs to go back to the lab and put in the work and try. Well, that was uh, Ty Dillinger's bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> like you know, you're on TV every week. What are you yeah. complaining about? And you suck in the ring. And you know, and she was, and she was like running with it, like running with the oh, you know, yeah, you guys hate me because I'm still here. But it's like, 
no, we hate you because we were behind you're not, you. Because you're not good. Yeah, like, we were behind you, and then you just keep dropping the ball. Like, come on, like we have big dudes out here who can. Mm. Who are agile and wrestle. But even Nia, she's relatively new, so, uh, you know. Yeah, like, she didn't wrestle anywhere, so. Yeah, so she has a little bit of comeuppance that she needs to she do. She does, she does. Um, but, actually, well, if anything, I will say, I do think that Lacey Evans is better in the ring than Becky. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I think she has a little bit more in-ring ability than Becky does. You know, does. but Be- Becky retains. Of course. You gotta, be, you gotta go back to Becky Charlotte. What I would really do, uh, this is, I mean, the long term, mm-hmm. can't have Becky with both titles. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think she retains the Raw title, but she loses the SmackDown title. She's got to drop it to Oscar. Yeah, because Oscar needs, like, she yeah. needs a little bit, a little bit of redemption. But eventually, and I guess the plan for Oscar and. Um, was it Io Shirai? Yeah, sure, yeah. Is to uh, eventually they're gonna take the belts away from the Iconics with love. Iconic. Iconic. No, they're fucking hilarious, and I hope that they run with it because the, first of all, they're the only true tag team that we have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the actual tag team that they're to meant to be a tag team. Like they're building. They're not just one, two you know? people who they yeah put who together. they just put yeah like the you boss know, hug connect. What the fuck is that? You know, again, you have a great thing. You have heels who lose. Yeah. But, but and even when they lose, they, it's like they're they, you know <laughs> they still hold up the titles and they they walk out. So no, I I, I get it. Um, so yeah, uh, Becky retains. Yeah, she ret- I think she retains the Raw tit- uh, title, but I think she loses the SmackDown title because she has a match with Charlotte. Uh, what, what they should do, and because I don't, I don't think that there's enough women. Yep. That they need to just combine them both and have them defended on both brands like the tag team titles. Oh, you mean the the raw? Hmm. They don't have enough women. That's kind of a slap in the face, though, because you know you have Raw and SmackDown who has their own titles that the men def- the defend. Yeah, but it's, I don't think it's that they don't have enough women. I think that they don't have enough uh, material for the women that they do have on the roster. Well, probably that also. Remember, you have five hours of TV to work with, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. At um, out of that, out of that five hours, you figure the women get what, thirty-five minutes tops altogether, if even. Because okay. now they've been cutting their matches shorter and shorter. That it's a, like that enough to defend two titles? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so like, I, I think mm-hmm. that they should, you know, like the tag team titles. It's one title, defended across all brands. You take on all comers. You got to be on both shows. That could be a good idea, you know. I, I think. And then, you know, it's not like. But you just challenge, you know, and then also you got a mix of of, of matches. Of, of it's like you can see someone from like, SmackDown go against someone from Raw. Like, who, who, who are elite women? Yeah, Becky, Becky Charlotte, Charlotte, Oscar, Oscar, yeah, Sasha. I would put her a cut below those other three. And yeah, Bailey. I would put her a cut below yeah. those other three. <laughs> I would put. I'd be honest with you. I'd put Ember Moon ahead of both Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, she's she better uh, than them. I don't know because I 
I think Becky is still. Oh no, she's, she's not, not with Becky. Sh- yeah, she, no. Be- she better than Sasha and ba- Bailey, though. I think. But I think Ember Moon is better than Becky Lynch in the ring. She don't have that charisma, though. No, but that's the thing, though. That I think that people have lanes that they're good at. Like Becky is not a stunner in the in the ring, but on the mic, she, she she's untouchable. Go. Charlotte is untouchable in the ring. On the mic, she's had her good days and she has her bad days. She's okay. She's. It depends on the day that you catch her because uh, there are times. In the ring, terrible on the mic. Yeah. Um. Really, your champion is Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. But Becky Lynch has the char- the charisma in the crowd. Uh. You know. And then Sasha, she's good on the mic. She could be a heel on the mic, and she's good in the ring, but her at she's just not reliable even, enough as even, a champion. Even even if she comes back after the drama, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to rebuild that up. Like the fans know, yeah, you, you know. So, um, you know, that's to say, like, say she, uh, you know, if she would have come back now, no harm done, really, mm-hmm. right? But say this lasts for a while, like a while, you know. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, they're going to be we, like, We've been ah. doing this without you for months. Right. You, you know, we don't need to put a belt on <laughs> you. Like, we can keep going without you. You know. So. <laughs> or I, I feel like um, there's a possibility that she retains both belts and they keep, you know, running well, in. Until Ronda comes back? Yeah. Or they could just keep pushing it to the next pay-per-view. I'm throwing outside the box. Or she can lose one of them at Saudi Arabia. Until Shayna Baszler shows up. Shayna, mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of her, as you know, but... Nasty heel, though. She, yeah, she, and, and I, I have, she's a nasty heel. She she looks like a foot, and yeah, she she's, like a, she's crazy in the ring. So I'm like, hey, if she's going to come here, fuck shit up, I'm here for her. Because yeah. she's a hell of a lot better than Charlotte, uh, than... Rhonda, so uh, I I agree, I agree. Yeah, so she's at least but trying to put in the work. The, the other two girls aren't very good at all. Oh no, no, Jessamine and yeah, uh, they're, they're, I forgot the other. Yeah, you know, no. think Jessamine they, would be better? She's married to uh, uh to that's gossip that I know, yeah. to, and he's great. I <laughs> think they're gonna turn on him. They are. <laughs> Again. It's, it's already, it's already happened. <laughs> Again. But he never should have been with them in the first <laughs> no. place. But it's just a good dynamic. It's like, I yeah. don't know. It's he, he never should have been with him in the first place. <laughs> I still have my first uh, Undisputed Era shirt without the mm-hmm. S. Oh, without the <laughs> <laughs> I like that shirt. I want to wear it again. I do, yeah. I can't wait till they come out with that again. <laughs> now, we have the uh, men's Money in the Bank ladder match. So, we have Braun, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, uh, Mustafa Ali, Andrade, and Randy Orton. So, one thing is, why are they shortening my dude's name? His name is Mustafa Ali. It's not that hard to say. Everybody gets their name short when they come Yeah, it's name. like, and then Andrade, they, they just put it Andrade. It's yeah. like, no, it's Andrade Cien Almas. Like, it's not, come on. They like should it, have kept his other name from Mexico, La Sombra. La Sombra, yeah, no, they're not going to do that. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna be like, oh, yeah. you know. So, but, um... I'm pretty excited to see this. Who do you? Who's your prediction? Who do you want to come out on top and win the contract? Who, who I want and what's going to happen are two different things. Of course, it's always going to be like that. Okay. <laughs> I have a feeling Randy Orton wins. Oh my god! 
Jeff, don't tell me these things. I have a feeling Randy. I don't Orleans. want him to. It's. it's I don't, I don't, I don't it's, want him to either. It's too, been it's there. Is, like, you've had so many chances. I've like, been there, done that. But you know what, though? People show up to watch Randy Orton. I know. You know, he's a he's a brand. He's a he's a top guy. Um, what I want is Andrade. Hey, yeah. Because now you have him. You have Zelina Vega to speak for him and carry the briefcase and use it to hit everybody <laughs> exactly. that comes up. Yes. Give us I can see I can see her walking down the ramp with the briefcase mm-hmm. as being her typical New York self. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm ready for this the cockiness that he's gonna exude when mm-hmm. he comes out and yeah, he has the makings of a heel. He does. You know, People, of course, you know, they're insensitive. They're like, oh, he doesn't speak well English. I'm like, who cares? Like this. And then he cashes it in on Kofi. Oh, shit. Jeff. You know, that that works. I have a headache. <laughs> that's, that's intense you right know, there, what the, you just keep said. Keep the belt on he Kofi. Cashes in. Yo, the race relations between blacks and minorities are going to be ruined after that. <laughs> No, it's not. It's going to be great. So. It's such a, but you, I, I feel like... It the, is going to be such a... I feel like the money in the bank is such a heel thing anyway. Yeah. To come in an opportune time... Exactly. Like, you know, guess what? I got this. Cash it in. You just fought for 30 minutes. Yeah. And I'm going to just roll I'm you gonna up. roll you up in like five mm-hmm. seconds. I think Andrade... Yeah. I think that would be a perfect heel thing for Andrade oh, to win and it. And if he cashes on Kofi and wins... Wow. Right? You... I, yeah. Wow. It works. That, that is going to be crazy. Now, I can also say for Drew McIntyre to to win the money in the bank. Because, it, again, like, the money in the bank is a, is a device to get somebody over. Okay, Drew McIntyre, you look at the guy. Physically imposing-wise, the only guy yeah. he's but it could still add something to him. But it can add something to him, like yo, you know, I have this briefcase. Like he can be coming out here threatening Kofi every day. It's like yo, guess what? I got my eyes on you. Got the briefcase. Cash in whenever I want. But I think with Andrade and Zelina Vega doing it, it's so much more. It's like, true, yeah. Like, because she's just gonna be so. Be said, first of all. Uh, McIntyre don't need to hit anybody with the yeah. briefcase. <laughs> but Zelina Vega. Exactly. You know, you know the ref is not looking. Bomb, you know. Throw that, her Carolina on the briefcase. Throw it back <laughs> to Shawn Michaels and Sensational <laughs> Sherry carrying oh, a brick yeah. around in her purse. You know, like, you could have the Andrade fill that role. I think so, yeah. I, I and, think so. And... That, that's what I want to see happen. That's and it will be a perfect push for him. It would be an excellent well, push for him. And then again, you have a beatable heel mm-hmm. who has the title through some fuckery. Exactly. Where like, did you look at Drew McIntyre? Does he really need fuckery? No, the guy's a monster. No, He's a yeah. beast. That's true. That's true. Um, it could also be, mm, I don't know, because Finn can't hold the title uh, for nothing. I don't like I that. I love Finn, but... I don't like a face with the money in the bank because cashing yeah. it in is a because it's, it's a, not a even going to feel. Get. Yeah, it's like oh god, it's like come on, you can. Yeah, so I think um, this will see Andrade as a heel for sure, and just yeah. Just imagine during every title match on both brands, you have Zelina and Andrade just coming out to sit at the <laughs> announcer's table and just watch, <laughs> and it's looming. You know, and she's like, "On my client Andrade 
is the you know, money in the bank then, winner. <laughs> just like Carmella, you tease yeah. cashing it in every single week until the, you know. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can see or Zelina cashing it in for him. Well, it's how it has to work. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, know, taking it like, oh, you're gonna fucking cash this right now. Well, she's nice. Or if you want to split them up, that's how you break them up. Oh wow. No, nah, I need to be together for a while because. Well, she need, he needs somebody to speak for him. Yeah. His English is better than I thought, though. It is, yeah. It's just people are ignorant, and well, you know, it's good for us because we speak with people mm-hmm. who speak different languages all the time. Exactly, but, you know. But for others, you know, like someone from Kaysville, from Iowa, um, Utah, may not understand. <laughs> Now, the Women's Money in the Bank, I'm actually looking forward to. We have Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. So, you're going to see your baby girl, Mandy Rose. <laughs> She's going to win. Stop saying that, though. Please don't say She's going to win. She's going to try to cash in on Becky, and she's going to fuck it up, or Sonya Deville is going to fuck her. Oh, because remember how she yeah, kind of took Sonya's yeah. spot, like to, to and to, Sonya still hasn't forgot. That would be a nice little. Um, That's how I would book it. Or what if Sonya fucks Mandy Rose up before she goes to the ring and takes her spot in the Money in the Bank match and wins it? Could happen. And then they have a heat by trying to fuck each other with the money. Exactly. In the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they fight, like you know, they have matches where they face each other to win the the briefcase again. Um, I would like to see Ember Moon win this. She hasn't uh, I, been around for a while, and she definitely needs this to rebound her. I wouldn't be mad if Carmella won it again either, um, because I actually really liked her as a heel, and she's most improved. I, I agree with the improved part, but I yeah. think part of that is working with R-Truth anyway, because mm-hmm. he's such a... Yeah. You, know, you, know, I don't think he's <laughs> so you a, can't I, be mad at her. Well, I, I don't think he gets enough credit. No. I mean, first of all, that guy's my age, and look at him. He's older. Yeah. and He's, lo- he's 49, and lo- he looks like he's 20-something. And he takes ridiculous bumps. Did you, did you yeah. just watch Lars Sullivan drop him on his head the other day? <laughs> like he, you know, he got up, he rolled through it like a pro. He takes the bumps. I mean, he he moves fluidly in the mm-hmm. ring. Like, he, this man, and a lot of people respect him. You could tell that there's a lot of love yeah. and respect for well, that Well, your man. place on the card doesn't necessarily define your place in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think he gets enough credit. No, yeah. So I would, you know, Carmella gets this. I mean, I'll, of course, I would love Slayomi, aka Naomi, to win this, but I feel like they didn't do much with her after she dropped the the title. So, I, oh my God, Naomi's ass in person is amazing. She is great. <laughs> You know, she works in the ring. Mm-hmm. Her whole act when she walks in with the she's very athletic. And everything, yeah, she's amazingly athletic. She can speak. Mm-hmm. You know, like when she was gonna snatch um uh, uh <laughs> Mandy. She's gonna snatch her bald. I like it. You know, um, she looked like me when she's been. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, um, I would like to see her get another shot. Yeah. But then again, she's such an over baby face who's she cashing it in against? Mm. You know, cashing in is a heel thing to do unless you cash it in on a heel, but there's no heel cha- women's champions. That's. I mean, Becky's technically a heel, or if Charlotte gets it, then it could well, be. Cashing in on Charlotte is different, but. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I. I 
Man, I'd like to see her get a good story though. Yeah, I, I would. Her. Yeah, for real, because Naomi does have it. She, it would be cool if they put her with the Usos and they made them like a little heel faction, and she just, I, like I, I, I would like to see a lot of women get included more into the main. Like we used to have, you know, China was running with the dudes all the time. None of them are China, though. you know, and of of course not. And Beth Phoenix for that, you matter. know, right? And then I mean, they tried it with Naya, and it it worked for that segment. Yo, the best part of that segment, <laughs> okay, because you see that Ali doesn't want to hit her, and he gets thrown yeah. out. Ray Mysterio doesn't want to hit her, and he gets thrown out. Randy's a dick. Uh no, first it was Dolph Ziggler had no qualms about booting her right in the face <laughs> with the super kick. No, and but then Randy, Randy drops the RK and then he hits that face. I did. I do that. I was like, yes, you did. You fucking douche. You know, um, <laughs> but it was amazing. It was. It was. A yeah. Great. I, so I would. I think Ember should take you this. Know, who, to really, who could you put Naomi in a tag team with? Bianca Belair, if she gets, if she works a little bit more and gets called up. I think she's good anyway. And she, I, yeah. I, like the, I like the whippy hair gimmick. Yeah. I like it. You know, well, no. Well, did you I see when they hooked her with it by the ring? Yeah. You know, so they, that can backfire <laughs> sometimes. So, um. I think her and Bianca would be very. Because Bianca's good on the mic. Yeah, she and is. They're both very athletic. And I think there would be super. Like, they can be, you know, like a female Harlem Heat kind of thing, you know. Um, without, you know, the super overt oh, racism. Heat, those guys were fucking good, man. Yeah. So those they can be good. some, like, a female version where they're just running around, just beating everybody up, Bianca on the mic, just talking her shit. <laughs> like, we're on death feet. <laughs> so. Yeah, but does, does, does Naomi have that nasty? Yes. Because you remember her and Mandy Rose? Yeah, but she's she a little her, bit of venom she, in her. She's defending her marriage. She's not, you know. I think. Uh, listen, I think she can get the little venom in her if you if you push her hard enough. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you put her in a storyline where yeah. you be like, "Hey." But here's the thing: you have, uh, and it's the same thing with any kind of turn. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what turns Naomi rotten? It could, they could do the same thing as, like, similar to how Sami Zayn is doing it right now. She's like, I'm tired. I'm tired of all of you booing me. I've been working my ass off X amount of years. I deserve this. Like, she could be that. She really like, listen, you guys suck. Fuck the fans. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just come out there like y'all can kiss my fat ass, and I'll be like, I'm here for it. They need to do something with her. I agree. I, 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 I don't know what though. I don't know what. So I think yeah, uh, Naomi could be a heel if they give it to Mandy Rose. I could see why because she is a heel. She could do the heel, and I could definitely see her fucking it up royally. And Sonya Deville coming up like, yes, bitch, I did that. I didn't forget. Yeah, that you didn't. That's how it should go. <laughs> that would be pretty. Because because for a while there, getting that money in the bank was a mm-hmm. foregone conclusion to, to winning the champion. They need to make it in doubt where it doesn't always work. Now they did it with Corbin. Yep. You know, so I think that and Mandy Rose because she's not that good yet. Yeah. And she's already made a lot of and enemies. It's just an such ideal a for that to big thing to be like. Yes, guess what? I have the money in it. And then I could see her getting it 
as an opportunity where everyone's down and she just pops a little ladder up and she tries to get it. Or I could see her trying to tippy toe because you know she's a little shorter mm-hmm. and Sonya knocking her ladder down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hope, hopefully. So yeah. those scenarios can all play out. Well, hopefully they got some, but I think they're going <laughs> to give it to her. I think they are. Oh, no, Jeff, don't say that. I don't want to hear Corey fucking jizzing on the mic when Mandy Rose comes on. <laughs> the is, goddess, the queen. Is thirsty. He's thirsty. He's thir- he needs, he, I got a couple bottles of water in my fridge. If he needs <laughs> so we have uh, baby boy Roman Reigns versus Elias. Me and Gina are a little split on this because, you know, Elias is her man and Roman is mine. And it's like, wow, I don't know. I do I like Elias. <laughs> I do, too. See, this is, and this goes back to the trouble with Roman Reigns. You cannot build sympathy on Roman Reigns as a credible baby face if he wins all the time. That's true. So but he is willing to lose, and he has lost well, a couple well, times. Here's the thing. You have... Drew McIntyre. Now, if you wanted to build him as your monster heel, mm-hmm. gotta beat Roman at Mania. That's oh, gotta yeah. do it, right? Now Roman can always come back and get him another time. I would have been okay with that match not being at Mania, to be honest. Uh, Roman, like, there's no build to it. It's like yeah. okay, you know, you beat up the shield, but like for, for Drew to have a notch in his belt and be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. I broke the shield." Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, but now he doesn't have that. So, see, I think Elias—they missed the boat with Elias when they had him fuming. Feuding with Strowman. Yeah. Because once again, how do you get sympathy with Strowman? There has to be one guy that he can never get to. Mm-hmm. You know, that he can't chase down, that every time he corners uh, Elias, mm-hmm. Elias bangs him with the guitar. Right. And, 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 and that's it. You know, and then after they've built up enough heat, then you can chase him down with the stand-up bass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, and, 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 and whatever. Yeah, but, I think that was a pretty good feud that just kind of fizzled out way too early. Well, it's because they... Uh, Braun Strowman beat him up right away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can do that with Roman. New brand, Elias, new face, alive with Shane. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to build sympathy for Roman? You want the crowd behind him? You want them calling for for Elias's blood? Yeah. First of all, Elias never wrestles on TV. Nope. Just I n- mean, no. Rarely. I mean, never have him wrestle on TV. Oh, period. okay. Just, just have him have come him. out, sing, and talk shit, and duck Roman, and 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 weasel his and way right. out, and everything. Oh, Shane, you got to help me out. I'm in a bind here. Y- you know, Ooh. right? And have Roman chase him all the way to SummerSlam. Right now, you have a crowd. They ain't nobody going to be booing Roman Reigns after that. And the crowd chanting while, yeah. for Elias to get his ass beat because he's got it coming to him for screwing around mm-hmm. with the with the with the guy for a long time. Got to keep the belt off Roman; he doesn't need it. It's true, yeah. I feel like he's already keep had him away from Kofi. you know for a while, yeah, for just a while, maybe till the next year, and then he could yeah. you know go for it. But yeah, I, I I don't mind Roman as a top guy. I don't I don't mind him as a mid carder. You know, I think well, he's he not a mid carder though. He's not. He, no, he's of not course they're not. But he could. No, even the even, thing is that he does have the humility where it's like. Oh, he's, he's a professional. He'll do yeah, his job. Yeah, he's not gonna. You know, but because there's some others who'll be like, I'm not doing that. You, shit. you have built Roman Reigns as your biggest gun for a long time, mm-hmm. and nah, he 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 over enough that he's not a mid carder. Yeah. You, you know, so uh, but. 
what he could do is elevate Elias and make him a real heel and then chase him down and eventually get the I payoff. think so too, yeah. So I wouldn't mind Roman losing this. But it, and it's gotta be fuckery. But yeah, it has to be. Like it mm-hmm. has to end where maybe Vince interferes and Shane. Uh, Shane is the first of all, Vince interfering would make it just that much sweeter. Well, the whole thing with Vince is that you never get a payoff. You can't get him you can't bump him. No, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't even need to be be bumped. All he needs to do, he can hit a little screw job if he wants and be like, you know. Oh, like a fake work, like Montreal screw job? Yeah. Because yeah. you could see Roman like, I know I got that pin, blah, blah. And it's like, and Eliza's like, you know. I like I, that. I like that. Yeah. And he's just going to be like, no, like, I'm tired of this company. I'm tired. And. and it's gonna make him into a baby fake. Everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, fuck, Ro- you're fucking right, fuck WWE." And Elias is just sitting there, just basking in it. And 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 he never shows up to fight him. Yeah. Until the, until he's got it. Then he's gonna be like, "Oh, you're just jealous." So not only know? am I not only am I the, the artist and the, the exactly, he's like, "I'm the champion too." And he's gonna be like, "You know, guess what? You were Vince's golden boy." And now the I step aside. Yeah, come on. You should look at real talent here. There you go. WWE, hire us. We got some good ideas. Damn it. All right. Now, we have The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a still cage match. Let them kill each other again. Their match at Mania was fire. (laughs) Yo, WrestleMania match was wild. Get get the old man in there again, too. Man, he's going to... First of all, I want to know what fresh J's Shane McMahon is going to show up in. You know, his sneaker collection His sneaker game is strong, man. I like it. I (laughs) I want to know what new J's he's going to come out in. So that's going to be exciting. Um, does Shane fall off the cage? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Always falls well, off the cage. Let them kill that. They, you know that the Miz delivers, Shane delivers. Yeah. They'll, they'll be good. So that's going to be a pretty good match. Uh, Miz goes over. Got to get the payoff. Yeah. Get Shane out of the ring for a while. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if Shane actually threw the Miz. Think the Miz going to take that kind of bump? Ah, he has. He has, so I don't see why not. Especially since, you know, his nah, wife they, is pregnant. Well, no, nah, they can't risk it, man. Because he's on too much. Right, but that's a, a perfect, Wait, perfect what, to get, heel to, to, to thing get, for Shane to do. But he's already done the heel thing by, by putting his hands on the old man. And then, what kind of man puts his hands on an old man? Yeah. You know. He broke, his, <laughs> he broke his rib. Yeah. But I'm like, but you shouldn't have been in in the first place. Uh, but anyways, so what? Either way, I'm and, and, and I love how Shane has got the B team with him to throw back to how they used to be like the Miz's guys. I was like, that's disrespectful. Like, yo, yo, he stole your hands. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. They 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 do magic together. We got the UC, you know, the United States Championship. Samoa Joe's for Rey Mysterio. The first of all, that WrestleMania embarrassment. Well, the, a couple of things happened there. All right. Yeah, they ran too long. And, and Ray was hurt. And Ray, yeah. Which so Ray is always hurt, so it's like Ray's, it's not even. He's my age. Yeah. Uh, you know, but he can still go. You, you know, um, need to get that belt off, Joe. Because I think with uh, with. Roman, what, Ro- Joe is still on SmackDown. No, Joe he's on. No, no he's well, we don't know. Guys have shuffled. Yeah, on. yeah. That's the. Th- uh, I can't even keep track because I'm like, wait, I thought so and so was here. So, 
I think Samoa Joe should be a, a, a main event level heel. Yeah. So you need to get the belt off of him. Put it on Ray. He'll defend it against everybody. The belt will be on TV every exactly. Tuesday. Exactly. I would I'm actually sorry, like, um, at first, you know, when they were doing the, the shake-up, I thought they were going to keep the Usos and Roman on the same show. Well, Because they could have made a little stable, all right? They could have called themselves the Bloodline, all right? Or the Samoan Dynasty, whatever the well, fuck. Well, they got know. another cousin that's right. over in MLW, Jacob Fatu. Oh, shit. And he... Like imagine them. He's big like a, he's big like, like Roman, mm-hmm. not as Diesel, right? But he's big like Roman, but can move like uh, Jimmy and Jay. Wow. Yeah. But if just imagine like, and they're they're just a heel Samoan faction, just that, fucking. I would shit I would up. love it. All right. They have too much invested in Roman as a baby. I know. WWE pull the trigger. Give us but, heel Roman. Why not? Have Samoa Joe corrupt the Usos. That works too. I mean, they're already corrupt. In and out the ring. Yeah. Well, they're fighting with the police in the streets when they're drunk and shit. So, uh, drunk driving. You know. Oh my God. But, um, no, I think you need to get that belt off of Joe mm-hmm. and get him Yeah, into because the main when he's event. chasing it, it is interesting. Yeah. Well, no, and put him in the main event picture as a main event heel. Oh, okay. You know, um, I mean, the only main event heel you have on, on Raw now. Is uh, Drew? Drew, yeah. Rollins needs somebody else to fight. Yeah, I think him and Rollins is a little promo on promo versus yeah, each other. Yeah. I think that would be pretty interesting. I mean, they they had that little bit, but then Samoa Joe got hurt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and also Samoa's getting up there in age. So, you know, and then you can also have Samoa Joe beat the shit out of Finn Balor on a regular basis if you wanted that too. <laughs> Which you know, they did have that they had for that a in, little in bit. NXT, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, get, you got to get that belt off of Joe. So you think Ray, think Ray wins goes, this? Ray goes over. Okay. And Ray is the kind of champion that he'll give, everybody will get a look now. Yeah. Put him in the ring with, with anybody. Um, getting the belt off Joe elevates Joe. Ray can defend it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know he's going to put on good matches with, with, with everybody. Um, and this is, remember we talked earlier about how they don't introduce guys? Yes. All right. I'm going to rip one right off of Lucha Underground. Okay. Right. You have Rey Mysterio. Uh, you know. Wait, you don't. What do you mean that they don't announce guys? Because well, they don't announce the new guys when they come in. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Right. Okay. You have Rey, Rey Mysterio feuding mm-hmm. with Samoa Joe. Okay. Samoa Joe beat him up pretty good a couple of times. Yeah. Right. And all the while, Samoa Joe on the mic. Yo, you wear that mask because you're ugly and because your parents are embarrassed of you and you're a disgrace and you're the runt of the litter and you were never any good at anything and you need to go back to Mexico and get out of here. And so what does he do? He goes back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Walks into a dingy gym full of uh, luchadors. And pulls So one. listen, I cannot have... Uh, I could this Samoa Joe. He's all over me. He's disrespecting me. He's disrespecting the mask. He's disrespecting the culture. Mm-hmm. Right out of Lucha Underground, pulls Ricochet out of the crowd. Or Ricochet distinct. All the Mexicans brawl. Right. Ricochet comes out on top. Bam. That's your feud. Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. Hmm. Right. I like 
Okay. You know, in this way, you're using the old horse Ray Mysterio exactly. to, to bring in the next version of really him. Yeah, but it's really good. <laughs> it, I like it. I like that. And I feel like they would have a really good feud together. Yeah, the, the, the next version of, of him. And I would not mind watching Ricochet be put in a cookie <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and him and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe will sell his offense, but mm-hmm. and Ricochet will bump all over the place oh, yeah, Samoa no. Joe. He, sometimes he bumps too much. I'm like, hey, hey, you, your you neck. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I... I, uh, I mm-hmm. that, that's, that's how... But they already introduced him with no fanfare whatsoever. Who's right, this guy, Ricochet? yeah, so I think, yeah, I think that would be a anyway. perfect way to just cement his name but in the main roster and just make it seem like, hey... They can still fix this. There is a free agent out there who is unsigned. Who are you thinking about? El Hijo de Fantasma, a.k.a. Mm. King Cuerno from Lucha Underground. And his English is good. And of course, they'll change his name, but yeah. they'll probably change his name. But, but it doesn't matter what they change it to. As long as they give it a cool name, not like the Viking experience. Right. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> they <laughs> keep changing the Viking experience. First of all, NXT still calls them War Raiders. Yeah, what the hell's going on with that? That is what is crazy. It's like NXT calls them War Raiders, but then on on fucking main rosters, the Viking Experience, the Viking Raiders, the the whatever, yeah, yeah, the Asgardians. Like I don't know what they're called <laughs> because they were saying like, oh, on TV you can't have the word war, well, and I get it, but it's like uh, w- one of the things I picked up from Busted Open is from mm-hmm. uh, uh, some yeah, Bubba Ray, okay. He knew that Devin wanted to retire. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, well, I have an idea for me as a solo performer, Bully Ray. Mm-hmm. And Vince is like, I love it. Can't do it. Because they have uh, the, anti- the anti-bullying bully, yeah. thing. And I cannot have the word one bully of my top heel to go. Yeah. So you have War Raiders. War, uh, mm-hmm. you got to clean it up. Viking experience sucked. Viking Raiders is better. I don't understand why you changed the first names of the guys. I know. It's like... <laughs> you know what? I, 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 that My I thing care. is, it's like if you know that eventually they might move on to the main roster, don't give them names in NXT that it's not going to translate well. Well, that, that's the thing. And, and yeah, or keep them at NXT. Mm-hmm. Because now the NXT tag team division is looking, yeah, is looking pretty, thin. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like the Forgotten Sons. They haven't showed me anything yet, but I like them. Uh, I like the Street Profits. kids. <laughs> I like the Street Profits. Oh my god, I love the Street Profits. You know, um, I love them. <laughs> they have charisma. They're good on the mic, yeah. and they're good in the ring. You know who I'd love to see more of too, uh, Keith Lee. Yeah, Dick Lee. Ooh. Well, big oh, remember the earlier picture, the earlier question, sex tape. Oh yeah, Keith Lee. You know, if Roman's not available, of course, then. <laughs> I'm going to the, <laughs> the Orlando PC. Like, hey, you know, if, if Mia Yim doesn't kick my ass. Oh, oh that's his. I, that they're his together. Sheldon Benjamin. No, no, they're best friends. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, see, like I said, I don't know my gossip. I come no, they're friends, but her and Keith hey, are hey, together. What's the WWE uh, version of the National Enquirer? Where do I get my... Uh, <laughs> It's Twitter. It's okay. just Twitter. <laughs> just go on Twitter. Just scroll, and you will find shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't listen to Slice Wrestling because apparently they're in hot water now. Oh, they well, they, they everything they breaks is bullshit. I think yeah. it's a jo- I think they really do it on purpose at this. Point. Yeah, I think it's just a troll, and yeah. I, it, just to get a rise out of people, and people are you know buying into it. Yeah. 
And then last but not least, we have the women's tag match. We have the Iconics versus Asuka and Kyrie Sane. Asuka and Kyrie Sane mopped the floor with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I like Asuka. I prefer Yoshirai versus Kyrie Sane. And Asuka and, and Kyrie Sane do them up, mm-hmm. beat them up, everything. Iconics hang on to fuckery. Yeah. Which sucks because... Because there is nobody in the WWE that gets more sympathy, sympathy than, than, a hurt, than a hurt Kyrie Sane. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. You could cry for that woman. That's when um, <laughs> Shayna Baszler was twisting her into a pretzel when she was unconscious. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like... <laughs> like, this is getting rough to watch, man. So, okay. And then that could kind of... Make you know Oscar Kyra is like the, the face. Well, the number one contenders to chase the titles from the yeah. beatable heels that hang on. I can see that. You know, um, it has to be because if if they give us Oscar and Kyra and they're not doing anything with the tag titles, it's like, well, what's the point? You know, because well, Oscar hasn't been on TV for a while. Yeah, so like I said, you build a few, let them chase it, chase it. Let them defend that on on uh. Let the iconics defend it on NXT too. That there are, works, there are a lot yeah. of girls in NXT that that look like they're pretty good. That works. You know, um, who was Johnny Gargano's girl? Candice LeRae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're I don't know what they're doing with her because have well, she you shows seen up Ken- on the main roster have, once in a while, right? But have you seen Candice LeRae versus uh, Adam Cole in the Indies? No, I mean I saw when she was the tag team partner with Joey Ryan though. You have to watch. Oh yeah, fantastic match, an yeah. hour long. And what the fuck are they doing with those guys? Fucking fantastic, Candice LeRae. She's not built like China, but she has the spirit and the the grit to the, be and she like. She gets China. the crowd gets behind her. Yeah. So, um, Candice LeRae. I don't know what they're doing. They're making her Gargano's wife. I'm like, she's more than Gargano's wife. Well, I think that that's. But she added to the feud with Gargano and Chopper. Yeah, of course. So like now that Chopper's not around, they can they can go and do her with her with her own thing. Yeah. So I mean, she she they listen. I think they need to have more intergender matches. They need to in, insert more because look at the the most interesting uh, um, feud that we had at NXT. I, I, you, you bring up Candice LeRae, and I just thought of something. Uh oh, what happened? She's the one who knocks off Shayna. Oh yeah. I see it, yeah, I see it. I definitely see it because she's going to put a phenomenal match because yeah. she's going to wrestle circles around Shayna. And and she'll sell for Shayna, it'll be believable, mm-hmm. and eventually the crowd will be behind her and she'll overcome and she'll yeah, win. Yeah, and, and then and obviously, you know, the whole Gargano connection. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, they feel for him and he, he is everyone's favorite baby face. You know, even oh, even I, when he I, I was liked a, him when he was a when he was with, with oh. even as a heel, it was like he was still sort of a baby face. Yeah, he was. He was, he was like, yeah. oh man, they pushed this man this far that <laughs> this is what he's resorting to. He has chop a handcuff to the thing, and total heel. Oh, like that, that big man, I was like, <laughs> oh my god! And then like the DDT on the exposed ring. Yeah, yeah. DDT yeah. on the concrete. Oh my god! Oh, I, I love it. I love that it. top, yeah, that cool. top feuds, Champa versus Gargano. But um, I think Money in the Bank. So far, the card seems all right. It's a good card. Um, hopefully, WWE executes as well. <laughs> well, uh, you know, like I said, there's some things we want to see happen. Things are probably not going to happen, but you know, it, the card is good. The talent's there. Mm-hmm. They're showing the right guys. 
Exactly. So we can only hope, you know, Sunday's a week away. But, um, I mean, we can keep talking forever. Yeah, but yeah. But we got to... Oh, they're not doing anything with the SmackDown Tag Team titles with uh, uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan? I don't think so because Daniel Bryan is still injured. And we don't know what... He just wrestled. He, well, he's technically... They don't know what it is. They didn't even ex- explain what it was. But I don't think that he's going to be taking as many bumps as he's supposed to. Oh, get them in there with heavy so, machinery. Who yeah, what happened to them? What happened to well, uh, Arthur's of Pain? Well, Arthur's of Pain, one of the guys is hurt. Oh, okay. So the other guy wrestles on house shows by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of uh, like Dash was doing when right, um, right. Dawson was not around. Um, but uh, the um, heavy machinery got a rub on, on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, right after... Uh, oh, right. Um, I was like in and out because it was so... I don't know. It was just, it felt weird. The pacing of SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was a good show last Tuesday. Like, they um, really redeemed themselves because uh, Raw was dreadful, and Raw's been was. dreadful for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, uh, we broke it down. I think pretty thoroughly. We did, but um, and you know, uh, we can only hope what's gonna happen. So Monday's right around the corner. Uh, it's actually tomorrow. Shit, <laughs> tomorrow yeah. is Monday. <laughs> But you guys have just um, kind of sat in and experienced our first ever fan guest host, Jeff. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for spending time with me. It was amazing. It was great. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. It's um, you know, again, you know, you tell are you it, a little nervous? It was your first podcast. Yeah, it's experience. the first time I've ever been on. Uh, you know, pop that cherry. That's, that's it. it. You're ready for Alicia. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> You know, and a couple of beers first. <laughs> speaking, uh, speaking of that, it is. Uh, let's put a bow on this. It's Miller time. Yes. Um, so everyone, please check out the podcast. As you already know, it is I Giselle K Jizzy K Jizzy G Six, my fan host Jeff. You all right? We are on Podbean, SoundCloud. Chat catches on the Twitter, catches on the Instagram. We're always talking shit. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we're actually about to drop on Anchor. So, um, you know, trying to expand the horizons of our audience. Um, make sure you are sharing, liking, subscribing, interact with us. We always love the Deadass family. We're always looking to grow the Deadass family. Um, and as always, peace, love, chicken grease. Goodbye. <laughs>